like Ooh, yeah. Yo. Yeah. What's good? You see us? Yeah, I see. All What's right. Up, buddy? I see you with the do-rag. <laughs> chill, man. Chill. You getting them waves? You do it, did yeah? You know, you know how it is. Let me see them waves. Let me see them hey. waves. <laughs> you need some some YFI do-rags. Dude, I right. wish we had YFI merch do-rags. That would be the best. Yeah. That would be so There fun. was requests for those. There was requests I'll after check. I talked about uh, my dad buying me the Falcons one the one Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. see if my, my cousin does that. So, just quick plug, uh, La Familia and Fresh Press, they make um, like apparel, like t-shirts. I got this mask done by them. Oh, nice. You know, so it was a design that I got that was like my face melting for a, a cover for a project I'm working on. And he used like the bottom half. So it's like when you put it on, it's like you're rocking my fucking jaw melting. Oh, like the, what's his name's Joker? Like fucking Leto's Joker. Remember? He was yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I'll see if they do do rags. I'm not sure if they do. In, uh, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, didn't you ask for a jersey or whatever, and he could be bought your do rag? Did what? Didn't you ask for a jersey, and he bought you a do rag and said? Yeah, I asked for. Um, fuck, I can't remember. Oh, I asked for no, no, no. I asked for a hoodie. Okay. At the time, I was skate. I was I was skating a lot, and this this yeah. one guy I skate with had that was when the Falcons released their new logo, which is the black and white. Yeah. And he had a hoodie. It was, it looked sick. And I was like, yo, I want this hoodie, but I wanted the red one with the black Falcon on it. And uh, yeah, he bought me a do-rag and I wore it at breakfast on Christmas morning. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, dude. He was like sharp, you- dude. It looked sharp. Was that the only time you ever wore it? Yeah. Yeah. I think I just, <laughs> I think I came into it once. <laughs> and That was it. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, not it's sharp, man. Sharp as fuck. I used to have braids, so I used to wear them. This was like, all right, really? way back, way this way was back. Actually, this was actually gifted to me by like, uh, uh, I can't remember who it was. He used to come into my bar all the time, and I told him it looked good. Like I just busting his balls. I was like, you know what? You look really good in that. He's like, you know what, man? And he like fucking took it like fucking. Uh, Joe Green and like threw it at me like here kid get out there I was like you fucking right and I wore it the whole fucking shift <laughs> everybody was just like what are you doing and that's one thing I will say man if you can just wear something with confidence that like and no one will question it and one thing I did like until like you know you have shitty co-workers this chick I used to work with she used to wear wigs to work all the time there was nothing wrong with her hair at all but she would just wear that was her thing she wore wigs yeah so, but after she's she a call girl, on the side? <laughs> I wish there was something cool to go along with it. It was just like, why do you always like, it just didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But like every day she had like a new hairstyle. And one day she came in with this wig and it, she would like take them off after work in the break room and just leave them there. So I like put it Uh-oh. on and yes. I, wore the wig. I wore it for like almost like two and a half hours during my shift. And no one was like trying to like say anything. And I was just like, how are you doing? It was like, ridiculous like it was like a huge <laughs> fucking like almost like beehive wig and she also had another one i took a picture of it look it honestly looks like my hair it's just what? like it's weird two-tone like really nice like almost like just like flowy hair i'm just like staring like i should put this on tinder dude. i honestly thought about putting it <laughs> as my tinder profile a picture because it looks <laughs> good 
<laughs> so, Los, we should yeah. probably do the intro. Go ahead. Um, oh, you want me to do it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, what up? You're now listening to the rapper and the DJ. I'm the DJ, DJ Lack of Sleep. I am the motherfucking rapper, the Red Baron. And we are here with our two special guests from the YFI podcast, Brian Six and Ryan Shaner. Thank you. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having us. Dude, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, thanks for being on. The first question we usually jump into is, um, what did you listen to growing up? What really like got you into music? Shaner, you can feel that because the the band names that he listens to, I always make him tell me they're fucking hilarious. So, I mean, I grew up like I I don't know, like I I, I grew up uh, with a I guess I would say an eclectic mix of music growing up. Uh, my mom, I would never say that, like anyone in my family would be like they're a music lover. I would never even say that. Uh, I would say that like my mom really jammed out to the radio, whatever the fuck was on. She didn't care because she was making up her own lyrics for it all the time. <laughs> like, it didn't matter what it was. If it was any song, she would just like, she would, I, I talked about it with six. Like, she would just, she would add what she was doing to the song of like what was going on. So, like, if she was listening to Billie Jean, she would like add, like, doing this, like, Billie Jean is not my lover. And there is soap spots on this plant right now. <laughs> like, and she, and like those aren't the fucking lyrics and she's like shut up i don't give a fuck i don't care uh, my dad he was really into uh and again it still translates i was uh i'd always been into acdc growing up because i thought they were just like the best band ever yeah. but i also still love i still love them but i also was a huge fan of credence clearwater revival love ccr uh-huh. still do but as you, as I got older, I started like really getting it. Like, I don't know if you guys had growing up, uh, instead of MTV, there was this channel called the box. Yeah. So like you could just, call yeah. in. they play weird music videos I'd never seen before. And like bands I'd never heard of. That's how Ja Rule got signed. Oh, wow. On he, the box? Yes. They made a video. And then they told everybody in the hood and everybody and everybody that they could get in contact with to call in to play the video. And then it got into rotation and then Leo Cohen saw it and the rest is history. That's fucking crazy. Uh, but yeah, I, I watched a, a video for a uh, Ramstein. I never heard of that band before. Oh, I was fuck like, yeah. What was it like Duhas? It was Duhas, but then they also played another song off of Sensucked. I think it was Sensucked. They played that song with the video and the video is ridiculous looking. You're just like, what the fuck is this about? Yeah. So then from then on, I really got into heavy metal super hard. And when you start, like, you know, you, you know what metal was growing up. Cause you're like, Oh, I guess Iron Maiden's metal. And I guess like, you know, people would say like Aerosmith was metal. Yeah. But then I started listening to like Slayer and Pantera. <laughs> and then I started getting in even deeper than that. And like, I would say like, Metal music is like porn. You can only get deeper and weirder as you get older to, yeah. you know, fucking. So like, then you start listening to bands like, you know, cattle decapitation or fucking. Oh, yeah. fucking uh, the one that I remember my buddy was in a band called buried the fuck alive and they were great. And then also like circle of dead children, another band that a yeah. lot of people don't know, but wow. are really, really great. And they're really fucking it's good. so crazy to me that cattle decapitation, like all those dudes are like vegan and vegetarian, that's, and they're like that's the whole that's the whole thing. Is like yeah. I remember looking into it. The whole reason they're called cattle decapitation is because they give 
Uh, their I think their original band name was something like something slaughter, but they're like, no, we got to give the cows more respect. They're not being slaughtered. They're being decapitated. Like, yeah. like murder. It was like their values or whatever aside. I'm not, yeah. vegan. I don't really give a shit, but yeah, I'll yeah. tell you what, Humanor is an amazing album. That's all Fuck I'll yeah. say. That's yeah. a really good fucking album. Fuck so yeah, I think uh, I got more into that. And, but then again, it's like, as I've gotten older, like I can't like, I loved going to metal shows because I love being physical at the shows. But like when you get older and that aspect of like going to the shows is now gone. Don't get me wrong, man. You see Napalm Death live. You want to start pushing people and having a good time like you used to. It's like it takes a little bit of a way, which sucks. So then like I would go to shows where I didn't have to do a lot, but I was still involved. And like Guar was one of those bands that I loved seeing. And that was just like a spectacle to watch and Hands yeah, I, down, I, one of the best live bands, period, you ever. You can't even argue with yeah. it. It's no. absurd how good they are. And yeah. nice fucking guys. Real yeah. fucking Dave Brocky was an amazingly nice guy. But, like, when you see him on stage, you don't think about it. But then you finally meet the guy. He's very – actually, he's not, like – he's not literally in your face at all. He's just, like – you wouldn't know who it was until, like, he started talking. You're like, oh, that's fucking Dave Brocky. Like, he was just there. But he was, like – he would drink with the best of them. He was a fucking good, good time party guy. I'll tell you that much. Have you ever seen his interviews on Red Eye? So good. The fuck? So good. That was some of the best TV ever, ever. Having Dave Brocky from Guar make any political commentary on anything was pretty fucking amazing. Especially when he was on the street interviewing people as yeah. odorous. It's just like, and people are still, I was blown away with how casually people took it. Yeah. That was what I was actually more blown away about. Like this guy's walking around with the, his dick that looks like a cuttlefish that comes yeah. all the time. And like people just like totally going along with it. I, I found it very uh, interesting. Hell yeah. And that song Phallus in Wonderland, I don't know if you ever heard it. It's about how how they fucking uh, got arrested on obscenity charges and, and oh, the yeah. cops took his dick. Yeah. Well, that was also the other <laughs> thing too is seeing, seeing like them without the like without the prop and the suit on uh-huh. and like they're backstage and just seeing the cuttlefish hanging down like off of like a coat hook is fucking hilarious it's just like and people would put it on and yeah. just fuck around with it which is also fucking fun yeah but yeah that's pretty much uh how it went i just really got into melon like don't get me wrong there's rap songs i like there's other bands that i enjoy but yeah. if it comes down to like what i'm thinking about or what i want to listen to uh-huh I'll just instinctively put on like scissor fight and just totally be fine. And like, that's scissor fights. One of my favorite bands, like ever, unfortunately never saw them fucking live. Cause they don't tour as much as you fucking think a band that popular would. It kind of sucks. I listened to them fun. after you told me about them and I was like, Holy shit. They're fucking awesome. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much the extent of my musical prowess. <laughs> <laughs> what about you six? Um, yeah, I was never into cattle decapitation that much. I actually don't know who the fuck that is. But I do enjoy when Shaner lists the songs off when he tells me. Like, I don't I don't mind metal, you know, like, you know, yeah. growing up skateboarding, there was, you know, obviously a lot of Slayer, a lot of Pantera, a lot of stuff like that. But I was always more on like, like my older brother and my older cousins that were always like, especially in Philly during that time, like the mid to late 90s, there was a big underground hip hop thing. So it was like, you know, like 96, 97, 
that was when like when Druha and Buckshot started uh duck down and it was like you know hearing them and and then and then kind of just branching off of you know I was talking to you about like raucous records and, and putting out the sound bombing albums and you find out who's on them it's like you know I was like Eminem was when I still liked him when he was still like doing that kind of shit and, like you know DJ Revolution with Sway and Tech and those guys on the wake up show were doing the mixtapes so that was more of like you know being at Love Park and City Hall that was the music that was being played not to say like you know you'd hear the Misfits Black Flag you know fucking agnostic front you know yeah. like guys from the Great hardcore guys. scene you know, it was it, very, very big, you know, especially if we went up to like the Brooklyn Banks or it was a big skate spot in the 90s, you'd see a big mix of that. But my parents actually were huge, huge music, still are giant music lovers. I had a giant influence. Like my father's massive classic rock and Motown. My mom's more of like, I don't know, fucking James Taylor and like Bread. There's yeah. a band called Bread. That's great. Yeah, you know them? No. You know, my parents almost broke up because of the concert of bread. My mom was going to Westchester at the time and she made my dad go to this show. Keep in mind, this is like a guy who, who worships the fucking, you know, the who, uh, you know, fucking the stones. It, it's And he goes to a bread show for a, a bunch of students and he's like, I'm going to fucking dump this bitch, dude. This band fucking sucks. And Jeez. he said he almost broke up with her because of that, <laughs> because he was like, it was so bad. I was like, what is it? He's like, you ever hear a bread song? I was like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. And I heard them. Yeah, it's like a James Taylor, you know, fucking, you know, John Denver type deal. Very folk. Okay. I mean, not to say that, like, I don't know. Denver's got a couple hits, you know, fucking. I don't not. I'm not really James Taylor guy. Uh, Credence, obviously, I love them. You know, all, all, all good classic rock I love. Uh, Motown I love. But really when, like, my brother, my older brother and my older cousin started, like, playing this underground that they used to call it backpack rap back in the day. And that was, yeah. that was it. I was sold. And like, obviously the BC boys tribe and, you know, fucking all that stuff was, was, was more the main line at that point. But uh, the underground stuff I loved because, you know, in Philly, when it was the electric factory, when it was the old electric factory, the TLA, you know, fucking, we would see these shows come in. And I, I remember the first time I saw, those guys live, which was at a high times tour. High times was on the fucking tour. These do those tours. And they came to the TLA on South street. And this was right when like, and Shana would know this, but in Philly, there was a turning point for South street. It used to be like, a, <laughs> it used to be like a very fucking, Hey, I'm a white kid from the suburbs. I'm going to go and hang out. And then it turned to like, ah, what's the sun going down? I shouldn't be down here. It's uh, <laughs> it, then it just turns Flipped. into fucking Fallujah. <laughs> was nuts. Shana knows what I'm talking about. It's like, there was like this weird turn. And then like the fucking jump gang started happening where there was 30 fucking kids just running around killing people. So that was during then. This was probably like 2001, 2002. And I was young as shit, but like, they brought me to this show. That was when I, like Afro Ra showed up. Oh. Uh, fucking um, Christ, I think LP and 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 Big Just had just still they were still doing something with Company Flow, wow. which is funny to me because I love how Run the Jewels is fucking huge now. And they're like, this guy LP, I'm his biggest fan. You got to see him. Blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, he's been around for fucking thirty years, you assholes. I was like, Dude, he's in a group called Company this. Flow, which is one of the best groups ever produced. We've been and, talking uh, about this on the last couple episodes how it's so it's so wild how basically LP and Killer Mike were 
for all intents and purposes, I'm like the second half of their career. I'm like kind of not a downward slope, but they weren't really going any further. Oh, yeah. Were. And then they teamed up and they're bigger than anything oh, yeah. out. Like they're the biggest thing since sliced bread. Oh, I mean, dude, it's the same thing with a lot of these MCs. I mean, you look at Farrah Monch. I mean, Organized Confusion was one of the best groups out there. And then and he went solo and dropped Simon Says. And they're like, yo, this guy's the man. It's like, yeah, he had other shit. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I don't care because I think it's funny that people think like LP is this new kid on the street. I'm like, dude, he's yeah. been around since like 92. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's been around for fucking ever. And like at that show, I was, I remember I went and fucking uh, rock and rock showed up, you know, Sean P and those guys yeah. were there. And it was funny because you'd see one white guy on the stage walking around with a camera, a little white guy. And that was Drew Hawk because people yeah. don't realize that a little Jewish kid from like White Plains started this with Buckshot. And I'm, I'm watching it and I, I went to take a piss. And at the time, The Storm was the biggest album I've ever heard in my life. The OGC is by far, Strang Wonder is probably my one of my favorite MCs next to like Inspector Deck. But yeah, Deck is by far the best in the world. But and, and fucking Big L, obviously. But fucking Big L is one of my Big L is one of the, the most underrated MC of all time. It's it's criminal how he's not at the top of every single list. And so is so is Deck. Lyrically wise, Deck is is, is amazing. But yeah, I went to the bathroom. It's fucked up how they cut him off of that um, Tupac song. Like yeah, we only I'm, hear him go Rebel INS. It's, I mean, it's dude, you can it's, find it now on YouTube. Finally, yeah, a, there's a ton of hip hop history, especially with that underground rap that people don't realize. Is like Drewhan Buckshot, Buckshot and Pac were like best friends. I remember yeah. there, there was a whole story about Pac invited him and Drew Hall to produce the one record that didn't get released. What the album was supposed to do it was like 96, 97 when that East coast, West coast shit was going nuts. Tupac was trying to produce an album that was going to fucking mend everything. Yeah. I forget what it yep. was called, but he wanted Drew Hall Buckshot to produce it. It never got released, you know, because you know, whole, you know, getting killed thing, but, but <laughs> you know, he hey, goes to bullets. Vegas anyway. Bullets can really stop an album. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but at that concert, I remember I went to the bathroom and I fucking was taking a piss. I started taking a piss and I heard the hoss storm, hoss And it was the hurricane. It was Hurricane Strang, which was by far my favorite track of all time. Still is one of my favorite tracks. And I pissed so hard. You ever been pissing? You're like, I got to I gotta get this piss out oh, yeah. of me. Yeah. And you start like, ooh. Dude, I pissed so hard. That was the first time I ever saw those guys in person, you know, hearing yeah. them. And I ran back up to my seat and it was sick. But like, I remember Afu Ra was out front in his fucking gi. He had a gi on because he did, you know, fucking, you know, he was like Joe Rogan. He's doing like Taekwondo. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> but he was like shaking everyone's hands. And I remember Shaner would know this. Shaner, you know, when you're leaving the TLA, the TLA for you guys, if you don't know, it's, it's, it's a, basically a flat ground. Then there's an upper deck. Okay, when yeah, you been, leave, I've you walk by. The, oh, you've I've been to TLA? Electric, All right. I've been to the electric factory. Okay, so TLA is like a mini electric factory, kind of, oh, except oh, for okay. the sides. Yeah. Okay. So I'm walking out, and Shaner, you know when you leave the TLA and it brings you like out onto yeah. South Street? All right, that's where Afu Ra, this MC, was standing. He, I was a huge fan of his. And he's in his gi, and he's shaking everyone's hands. Later, I found out he was fucked up on mushrooms, and of he was just course. being nice. <laughs> just fucked up, but yeah. so nice. Just shaking every single person's hands I was leaving that show. And it was a sold-out show. And for some reason, when I walked up, keep in mind, I'm like 20. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm fucking high. I'm drunk as shit. Yeah. 
I, I think I was trying to score Coke. I don't think I got it because I would have been way more sober. And I walked by him. And for some reason, I just went like this. <laughs> and he just goes, yeah. And I was like, ah, yeah, thanks. Sorry about that. I don't know why I did that. And left. That was my meeting with Afu Ra. I was like, sorry, I don't know why I did that. And I, I felt like a fucking asshole. But yeah, it was one of the best shows I ever seen. But musically wise, it's like I look at uh, like hip hop today and and it's like, all right, it's not bad. Uh, well, a lot of it is. It's pretty horrible. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you look at like stuff like, I don't know, like my older brother and then and, and, like his friends would go to the fucking freestyle Olympics in Brooklyn in like the mid 90s. This is when like. You know, Killer Priest was eating Eminem alive. Like Eminem got laughed out of the fucking building. Yep. You know, there was guys like Capadonna that was still murdering motherfuckers. And oh, he killed like, the whole Wu-Tang. That's oh, how he got dude, in the group. Cap is he's easily one of the fucking best. That, the that's world. how he got he in the group. Good. I don't know if you know that. He he yeah. like saw them at rap battles and battled each one of them and that's slaughtered awesome. all of them. Fuck. Yeah. It, it's so it's tough for me personally. I'm always speaking for myself to go from listening to like Something where it's like, yeah, the beat's sick. That's cool. But really, I don't give a shit. Let me hear what this guy's going to say. And now it's like, I don't even understand what the fuck they say. And a lot of them just sing with auto-tune. So it's like, all right, I don't I don't get with that. Like, now it's more the beat is the thing as opposed to lyrics. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not what it used to be. Like, if you put a song like, you know, Big L's freestyle that everyone knows, do you know what I mean? Or any of this, literally any song in his catalog against any like song, people button. would get bored today. They would say, oh, that's, you know, whatever. But it's like, are you kidding me? It's yeah. This guy is a fucking genius. And he <laughs> caught a fucking stray bullet at a fucking dice game. And that's why we lose him. That stinks. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he was his brother. Because <laughs> hmm? the guy who killed him thought he was his brother. Big Lee. Yeah. yeah. Big Lee, dude. Shayna knows him. Yeah, it's what? a game that do-rag. <laughs> Honestly, you look so fucking racist in that do rag. It's insane. No, I I keep I keep looking away, and then it doesn't help. I have Lee Harvey's asshole behind me. Like, yeah, the muscle you have is draped over your shoulder too. You look like you should be carrying bananas on your head. (laughs) (laughs) You look like you rent boogie boards in Key West. Look, I should. I wish I had a puka shell necklace. That would fucking put everything. Oh, that would put the rapey vibe Dude. over the top. Like, hey, what's when, going on, girl? Yo, you guys look lost. When life oh. gives you, when life gives you lemons, just say fuck the lemons and bail. Yeah, dude. Great line. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's thick. Yeah, yeah so that I was basically that's, it. It's kind of uh, that's crazy. It. With uh, when six song about like I don't know much about rap or hip hop, but I do uh-huh. know what I liked, what, if I hear something like, what is that? Yeah. And I don't even know who's good or who I, that I think is weird because like in metal, like people are like that band sucks. And here's a list of reasons why that band sucks. Yeah. With rap, if you don't know anything about it and you just hear something like, oh, I like that. And someone could be like, this is shit. And this is why, but no one tells me. So I just listen to shit. And like one of my, I, I like Danny Brown a lot. 
But Dude, I've heard people, I love Danny Brown. But I've heard people shit on that guy, and I was like, I do. I shit. I like Danny Brown, but there's a rapper named Thurston Howe the Third. Yeah, and I, oh. I cannot. I'm sorry, but Danny Brown has still. It's like listening to fucking. Yeah. Uh, See, what's his name this. and Ghostface? You're listening to Action Bronson Brown. and Ghostface. It's the same fucking thing. And Brown. I like Danny Brown. He's a motherfucker. But if you listen to Thurston Al the Third, it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. This is the Bro, same. My buddies, thing. my buddies just uh, just did a song with him a couple months ago. Who Thurston Al? Yeah, he's That's a fucking awesome. man, dude. I love him. Danny, dude, Danny Brown know. comes to the stand. Shane met him. Oh, I really? Know, yeah. I don't even know who Thurston Brown. <laughs> Thurston, is, Howell, yo, he's he's like an underground dude from if from. You, if you told back. me about it, I'd be like, all right, I'll listen. But like, I think I was at your place six, where I don't know what was going on or what video game you were playing, but smoking and drinking came on by Danny Brown. I was like, this song yeah. is fucking awesome, dude. Oh yeah, like, he's yeah, good. Like, I, he's he's one of the newer kids that I like, but most of their fucking yeah. who's good, who's not depends on their social media, which is that's, bullshit. That's kind of like. Why yeah. I was glad I found Danny Brown through a fucking video game. Like yeah. if I saw him online or on Facebook being promoted, I'd be like, this is fucking stupid. And I bet it sucks. Yeah. Honestly, Shit. that's why I like yeah. when I, when I make my music, I'm always focused on like I'm lyrics forward. Cause I'm a rapper. Yeah. So like of course. that I, I grew up and I know rap music as fucking rhyming and saying slick yeah. and smooth shit. Yeah. Yeah. But there was, yeah. it's funny though. So as I was listening to other songs by Danny Brown, there's so that song really, really dough. Really dough. Yep. It's really dough. I think really everyone dope. on that track is amazing, except for the last guy. I don't know who the fuck it is, but you he don't like Earl Sweatshirt. Who the fuck is that guy? Earl Sweatshirt. <laughs> Dude, he ruined that whole song. Every I thought the I thought the whole why you got your couch on my Chuck's line. I thought that shit was funny as fuck. It was just it was just so crazy. Like I'm not. Saying like he wasn't saying, I was just like, you just killed the whole flow of that song though, and you showed up. Yeah. And I was like, I turned the song off before he starts saying anything. Oh <laughs> shit! I'm done with it. <laughs> if it starts sucking, I'm over it, dude. I have no fucking problem. So uh, for for all of our listeners, before we jump back into music, real quick, you know, both sides because I'm I like the heavy and the hip hop. Um, tell our listeners how uh, YFI came to be. Why? Like how YFI how it, how it happened? Uh, uh, well, it was because um, well, it was <clears throat> all right. So I would say it had has more to do with nobody died than anything else. Yeah. So me and Chris Wood had a uh, used to produce a show called a live show called Nobody Died, where it was stand ups telling stories, and okay. Shaner was always a fixture on that show because you know he has a lot of stories, and we would do each show was a different talk. It was basically fucking Ari show. You know, it was basically this is not happening. Okay. Which, keep in mind, if you do the dates, Nobody Died came out uh, exactly six months before Ari show came out. So, Oh, shit. Fuck you. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> no, I, and, dude, and, dude, this is not happening. I thought it was one of the best shows in the world. I've been, I don't know if it still happens, but when Ari was hosting, I thought it was incredible because I always liked that. Because when you do stand up and we all met each other through Philly comedy, it was like, you know, the best times I always had was off stage, was just bullshitting outside or at a bar or in the green yeah. room, whatever. So anyway, um, at the time, me, Matt McCusker, Shane Gillis, and Chris Wood all had a place together. And um, we were all toying with McCusker really wanted to start a podcast. And we tried a couple different things. And then him and Shane just started Matt and Shane's. And it was like, okay. 
they got about 30 episodes in and that's when, or like 20 some episodes in, that's when me and Shana were laughing about, we mean him should do one, but more of a kind of on that theme of, of, um, uh, you know, this is not happening about stand up telling stories. So we, we tried it. Oh, Christ, I don't know. What did we record? Like 10 or 11 of them that didn't get have, released. Yeah. Um, we were trying it with segments like this day in history. This person fucked it. <laughs> then it so was like, ridiculous. yeah, it was like, dude, we don't do segments. This is retarded. Yeah. Let's just talk shit and come, yeah. come, you know, circle off of that. And then basically it's kind of formed into that. So originally we were going to call it, I believe the end was yeah, the, one the of the end. title working titles. And I was like, that's gay. I don't like that. <laughs> and and me and Shane are both, you know, we've been around people and you know, a lot of people always say the, ter- the term you fucked it is is pretty big in Philly. It's like oh, not because of our podcast, it's just a term. It's like, oh, this fucking I used to hear because my father used to say it all the time. Cause like my uncles would come in and be like, How'd the Phil's do? Oh fucking crook fucked it, you know, uh, fucking watermelon right over the goddamn plate, he fucked it. They're like, all right. Mm. We're starting to learn a lot of stuff is regional with some of our guests. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of, oh, yeah. yeah, like <laughs> counting votes. We're not good at that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it started with that. And then we did the first episode. And then by about like, the, <laughs> I think it was like the eighth or ninth episode. I was like, I don't think I have enough stories to even continue this shit. So then it was like, we would just make fun of people yeah. in, you know, like current events and stuff that have fucked it. And it's like, oh, right, let's just make fun of them. And then all the crazy shit that gets referenced and the, you know, all the references you see on the fan page or whatever, that's where all that stuff came from. Oh yeah. So we did ours and then it was like, uh, it was Matt and Shane's and it was us. And then I think Christ, I don't even know. I think dad meat. Who was next? Wood. I think, I think I Wood mean, was next. And then Matt and then Tim and, uh, Butterly and yeah, Rainey. Yeah, definitely. But there was like a bunch of, and then, uh, Sydney and Sydney and Ansley. Yeah, yeah, we we. It was pretty easy for us to just be like, "Yeah, you guys are all dickheads," and then um, <laughs> not them, not not our friends, yeah, like yeah, the other podcasts else. that were going on in Philly. Yeah. So then like, we kind of formed this whole. I know a lot of people reference it to Shat Nation, yeah. but it was like all of us kind of, and then Billy and Spud started War Mode, and everybody, you know, and then you know Barley and Rainy with Dad Meat, and that just kind of came around, and it was like, all right, let's just do this, and then. Um, we all kind of took on Shane's attitude of like, eh, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's it. And that's, you I know, mean, I, I wouldn't even say that we took it on. I think we already had that. I think it, the, the, we did. Was, I think it was just finding the four. I will say that in the beginning, I yeah, it was finding like, how we did the show was tough because like yeah. we figured we'd have to tell a story of like yeah. some dumb shit that we've done, which we still do to this day. I mean, we just recorded literally 10 minutes before we started here and, I forgot a story. Like there's always stories that I'll say something and it will, it'll pop something in his memory or he'll say something. It'll pop in mine. You know what I mean? And those are the best episodes. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of where it went from, you know what I mean? So you guys are verbally throwing batteries at people like you do at um, games. Yes. That's never been confirmed by the way. Never been confirmed. (laughs) Well, I know for a fact they do it in snowballs. The snowballs did, yeah. The snowballs. No, in New York they used to do that. In Yankee Stadium, the bleacher creatures they used to chuck batteries at people. We used to beat people with mini bats. Yeah, that's that's what they got outlawed at the vet because the vet used to hang out those mini bats at. at Yeah, you called them something different though, probably. No, 
My dad might have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have an uncle. I have an uncle John who used to call those wild ass shits that you don't even. Yeah. Fucking talk about. Oh, that's his do rag he's wearing. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> yeah. Do rag beater is what it used to be called. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Which in Philly we would call it something else, but yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, um, six Shaner, um, what was the uh, the first shows you guys went to? Not like. Not like uh, a friend or a parent or somebody was like, you're coming with me, but like one you saw that you wanted to go to and you're like, I'm go- I got to see this. Uh, for music or comedy? Yeah. Well, I mean, you could both really. Uh, let me think. Shana, you go first. I don't, let me think. I mean, when I first started going, you got to, I, I think the keep in mind is the first, when I started listening to music and getting yeah. into metal, like, yeah. My mom wouldn't have she not she wasn't against it. She was more like, "Oh, this makes sense, giving I know who you are." Yeah, but like, if I wanted to go to a show. She wasn't going with me ever. Yeah. And she also didn't like that you sent her to the CD store with fake band names. Oh yeah, I used it. to do that too. I used to fuck with my mom pretty hard. <laughs> so like, what were some of the I'll, names? I'll give it to her. Like when I she would ask what I want for Christmas, she's like, "You're such a hard person to buy for because you never give me like suggestions about what you want." Like, that's because when I do, you buy me something like stupid. You buy me what you think I'd like based on what I told you. She's the worst gift giver ever. She's the worst. So it wasn't until I really started getting into like metal and I would like write down, I would just give her a list of like bands. I'm like, just go and ask and see what they have. If they have that, buy this, 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 and this. So, I mean, I would write down real band names, but then I would add in like things that like sound like band names, but they're not like disfigured tits was one of them. (laughs) (laughs) If you saw disfigured, I mean, don't get me. There's a band called parasitic ejaculation. Yeah. Like, like if you saw that on a list, you'd be like, that's not real. But I'm like, yeah, they are. Yeah. they are. Vaginal bear trap. They only have one album. And they're 16 year olds from San Antonio, but you would, if you saw vaginal bear trap on a fucking list, you'd be like, why are you fucking with me? Don't yeah, do that. Come on. Come but on. Then it, but it is real. So if you saw rectal discrepancy under vaginal bear trap, you're still going to be like, oh, those are real bands. I guess they are. It's disfigured like, tits. Yeah, disfigured tits, dude. You don't got the new disfigured tits album? Yeah, fuck on the bus, dude. They're awesome. But, what was the show for Christ's sakes? No, anyway, the first show I went to, the first time I went to a show was uh, I went to Ozfest. It was the first fuck time I yeah. ever went to a concert. I went to what Ozfest year? 2000, and I was like 2000, oh. the first like the first major concert I went to. Yeah, and uh, from then on, I mean, those were great. But I think the my favorite venue, which doesn't exist anymore, was in Allentown. It's called the Crocodile Rock. Yo, I just mentioned this on a show. I um when I was playing shows there at the end of 2013 and 14, I was doing shows there at the yeah. Croc Rock because my manager at the time used to work there and Tom Collins, I think his name was, used to own that and he owned a um a drink. Oh, yeah. Tom yeah. Collins? <laughs> Tommy Collins? And a uh or and a casino in Pennsylvania. So but it's crazy. You, I'll say this about Crock Rock. As much as I love that, there's it was a shithole, total shithole, oh, total, total shithole. There yeah. was one time, honestly. There was one time I went to go. I went to go see Lamb of God there, 
and a pipe had burst in the back. So they put wooden partitions up and people had to wade through water to get to the floor. Oh, had to was... wade through water and they gave everyone a drink ticket. We're sorry, but <laughs> you're going to have on us. It was fucking disgusting. And the yeah. other shitty part about the Croc Rock, well, especially with hardcore shows and metal shows, lousy with fucking Nazis. It was insane. I was waiting for you not to mention the skinheads. I was like, if he doesn't mention the skinheads, I'm like, that's got to be up there on shit. Like, you know what was bad about it? The AC <laughs> was way too high in there. I'm like, dude, there was Nazis all Nazis over that fucking place. everywhere. And they were fucking... A fucking dude, clan meeting. I'll tell you what, man. Like, you'd go there and you'd see Hatebreed, and you'd be like, this is awesome. This is going to be a good show. And then a fucking van. And I mean, these kids were wearing the uniform, dude. The white shirts, the red suspenders, the cuff fucking jeans and the boots. You're like, fuck. That's like, so fuck gay. Me. What a piece. Of, like, And you're like, all right, those are the kids I avoid or I go after in the pit. But the craziest part is they had those foot soldier dudes there. And then after like the one band's done, you go to the bar and there'd be a dude like, hey, man, you fucking tearing it up out there. You want a beer? And you fucking start talking to him. And you realize that because the Nazis that you saw, the skinheads you saw on the floor didn't appeal to you. They'd have like another representative that looked like me or six, just like, Hey man, you should hang out with my buddies after the show. What are you doing later? And you're like, ah, fuck yeah, let's get a beer. And then you go out. And so same fucking Nazis. You're like, God damn sons of bitches. <laughs> I feel like they'd be into you if you were wearing a gold do rag and a flannel though. If you're like, you want to hang out? They're like, this guy, I like this guy. <laughs> Dude, they had those mini bats. I'll tell you that much. They were calling them something else too. There you go. <laughs> did, you, but, did you drop hate breed because we're from Connecticut? No, I just drop hate breed because it's awesome. They're the no, best. You guys are from Connecticut? Yeah. Well, we're in Connecticut. I thought you guys were from like New North Jersey. No, I grew up in New York. Oh, now, all right. Yeah. But all yeah, right. they're, they're, yeah. It, was, it was crazy with that. Like, but the Croc Rock, going to shows there and seeing bands that like you didn't think you like when Guar played the Crocodile Rock, and you've been in there, Barry. yeah. Like you know yeah. how big that place is. Yeah. Imagine Guar on that small of a stage. That must have been awesome. It was fucking amazing, but it was also like I don't know what you, how you guys are gonna do half the shit you fucking do. Yeah. It was only until I saw Guar at uh, I think it was Sounds of the Underground. Yeah. At that fucking failed festival. Uh, yeah. I saw them there. Uh, they had the their lineups were so crazy. It sucks that they failed, dude. The lineups were amazing. Those that was like a great like that was better than the fucking monster rock star energy drink fucking mayhem yeah. fest. All that shit sucked compared to Sounds of the Underground and Ozfest. That was the only thing you needed to go to. Yeah. Uh, but when it came down to like concert, I was I think there's only been three concerts I've ever gone to like completely solo. Love, I used to go with my buddies. The, you should pull up the lineup for Sounds of the Underground. Oh, I was um I was just trying to find a picture of that um shithole he was talking about. Oh, Crock Rock. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Croc Rock, it yeah. just closed, didn't it? Didn't Crock Rock yeah, just close? down? Yeah, it closed like 2 years ago. Yeah, yeah there yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they tore and that bitch the down. You had to you had to go through a pizza shop to get yep. to the bottom. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that pizza shop is the entrance. I remember that. <laughs> it was like it was like diagonally across the road from a methadone clinic. Yo, oh my god. That was another thing too. Driving that's through dude, that's location for that methadone clinic. Good for them. <laughs> Fucking Christ. That guy's a genius. <laughs> crazy. But yeah, there's only been one show or like a handful of shows. The, the last show I ever saw by myself 
And uh-huh. I was like, this is a dangerous thing. I saw a dying fetus. Oh, with vital pain. <laughs> shut uh-huh. up. What was, their hit, what was their hit song? Dying fetus? They have a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, they well, give me, give me two. It was just out. It was right after they put out War of Attrition, which was amazing. <laughs> but Dying Fetus headlined for Cannibal Corpse. So it was Vital, oh, I know cannibal corpse. Vital remains, yeah. cannibal corpse, and then dying fetus. Wow. One of the most brutal shows I've ever been to in my life. Yeah, and it was like, dude, I remember getting there. People like the craziest thing about cannibal is when you're seeing them and you see people in the pit. They these dudes that show up that are the size of the fucking like big show that yeah. you didn't see the whole time just somehow come out for that. And then you start playing Hammer Smash Face, and you're like, fuck <laughs> me. Yeah, oh, I'm going to die. Yeah. Like everyone yeah. in here yeah. is going to hell very yeah. quickly. But yeah, Dude, I mean, I, it's, I only went to concerts. I never, I don't think I've ever seen a concert with my mom, stepdad, or my dad. And I always told my mom, though, if I ever wanted to bring her to a show, she's like, because I would come home from Guar covered in shit. And she'd be like, yeah. what? Literally, what probably. There? Yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> so, like, you try to explain, you can't explain Guar to somebody. No. They have to see Guar. And I remember yeah. I was telling her, like, that's the only concert I'd ever take you to. Yeah, like, we booked them. I heard how loud it would be. They played at my college. And, played at your, that's yeah, awesome. And the people in charge had no idea what they were in store for. <laughs> what, what college did you go to? What SUNY movie? Purchase. SUNY was Purchase. That was, it, uh, was, that was like an online school. <laughs> did you go to the meth clinic across from the <laughs> Rock, Like, yeah, it was Lincoln Tech. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most wild DeVry you've ever been to. Just in an auto body shop. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's ready to rage. If Guar plays your college, do they like what did they think was going to happen? They didn't know anything I'm about. They them. agreed to it. So they didn't know anything about them. They had to do it, or else you know they, they got to pay them, you know, because they they'll lose money. So uh, what was so that? I, spring concerts. It's, it's culture shock was the name of the festival that we have annually. Okay. And um, Guar, I think, headlined one of the days, or if not close to it, and. They fucking sprayed everybody with blood. Yeah. Wait, who else? Who else was on the bill? Seriously? <laughs> I, I mean, we've had. I mean, I, I don't remember that. It's third eye blind. <laughs> no, I don't. No, they probably were the biggest. But we've we've had like um, Slick Rick, Ghostface. So, World. There you I go. don't know if they were there that day. I don't know. I just remember. I distinctly. Oh my god! I would love to see the ruler come out. During a Guar show, I'd be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> just just covered in just gaudy chains coming out. I was like, what so the pissed. fuck? In- <laughs> Inspector Deck and um, the Jizza performed, just them two. Dude, Jizza uh, is one of my favorite live. I don't, I mean, I haven't, this was, dude. I, also, I would like to point out that your question was, what is a show that you had to go to? And Shaner ended with, uh, so I never went to a show with my mom or dad or anything. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Well, he asked you, show? what was the one show you had to go to? And you're like, so there's Nazis, 
My oh, mom, that, what? Crock, crock, pizzas. That show that like you wanted to go to. Oh, that I really. No, no, I know. And Shader literally gave you every answer except for that question. I guess the show that I really like, I needed to go see. Yeah, was Slayer at Holmesburg in Holmesburg, New Jersey, because that was their last final tour. Like I had to see Slayer. Oh, that was you and Brian went, didn't you? Yeah. I had to see Slayer. I was like, I have to see Slayer because I'll never see them again. And then they fucking were like, this is our last one. And then they came to, I I had to go to fucking Holmesburg and I found out they were playing at like fucking Tweeter Center, the BB&T fucking They were the psych. I was like, mother I was pissed. I was like, you fucking cocks. So was it like their, their first last tour or like their eighth last tour? I think it was their first last tour. I don't know. Okay. I, I'll, I'll tell you this. When bands say they're they're never touring again, I'll I'll say this about Slayer. I know that Tom Araya is over it. Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't know if Carrie King will keep doing shit. He might. Mm-hmm. But Who? Like Caribbean Queen. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he is the Caribbean Queen, dude. Don't fucking yeah, Billy Ocean. He is so small. Uh, I wonder well, if he wears do rags. He probably does. Oh, yeah. I guarantee he does, dude. He's got do rag like a pirate. I'm trying. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know how to wear wear a do rag. Your do rag looks like an angry black woman that works from home at this point, dude. <laughs> Get your ass in the house. <laughs> I wish I had a sandal. Just come, dude. <laughs> but uh, or a big wooden spoon. Yeah, a wooden yeah. dude, a wooden spoon, dude. Uh. Not to get off track, because that's the way it's always been going. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my mom. She was, like, all about, like, smacking me, like, smacking kids. Like, if they got uh-huh. Then she bought a paddle, like, bought a wooden, bought it. And like, it said, fuck money. you on it. <laughs> it said, <laughs> no. soul pole on it. <laughs> Dude, she spent money on this thing. It looked like a fucking thing that you take pizzas out of the oven with, like, one of those fucking big flat boards. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Dude, but it had hearts cut out of it. So when she spanked you with it, she was like, I am hurting you, but I want you to know that I still love you and your love out of love. But I'll tell you what, those holes in that paddle gave that thing so much pull, dude. There was no resistance getting hit with that. It was fucking (laughs) a nightmare. (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) So what about you, Six? What was the first show? My first show or a show I really had to go to? First show you really had to go to? Uh, my, uh, well, I skipped my senior prom. I skipped my senior prom to go to a show in Philly. Uh, I was, man, the girl I was dating at the time was super pissed because she brought me to her junior prom and her class had five girls die in a car accident. It actually made national news. Yeah, it was quite, it was crazy. Well, and that, uh, that was the Pencrest Five, right? Yeah, Pencrest Five. And um, that was her, my ex, the girl I was dating in high school's. Class and boys to this was funny because boys to men showed up to her junior prom, which I was at, and I was fucked on mushrooms. Whoa. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but boys to men showed up all of them. I told you, Shaner. If I, I, I can, I, I'm still saying that they crazy. didn't sing, <laughs> they just showed up. We're like, yo, and it was funny because and then they had the fucking deep voice guy that everyone in Philly don't know his name. We, we know everyone else in that group except the deep voice guy. He was like, <laughs> hey, y'all, we heard you had a tough year. It's going to get better. Thank you so much. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And just walked off. He just walked off. And I was high on mushrooms. He was walking through the crowd. And I, 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 it wasn't him. 
I forget, dude. I, I, I always, I remember just saying, like, "What, you ain't gonna sing?" And like, she ripped me away because I was like, "Fucking piece of shit." But <laughs> yeah, so it came to my senior prom that year because she was obviously a grade below me, and I was like, "Here's the deal, I'm not going to it." And she was like, "Are you kidding me? It's your senior prom." I go, "Yeah," but here's the thing: so the Beastie Boys were just juicing up to go back out on tour because they were gonna come out <clears throat> with a couple new singles off their new album. And they had, I found out, obviously, this is before, like, internet chat room. Well, there was chat rooms, but they're gross. But it wasn't talking about concerts. (laughs) I found out from a buddy of my brother, my older brother, that he was a ticket or a show promoter in Philly, that the Beastie Boys were going to do an unannounced show. And they were going to have a huge feature, a group feature for him. Mm -hmm. Later to find out, they were talking about Tribe Called Quest. I didn't know this. Uh, Until the night of the show. So I knew I was going to the show and I went, I brought her, I brought my buddy, Nikki, who was, he was fucked up too. And, uh, didn't want to go. He, I, he was the only one I told and he brought his girlfriend. So both the girls were super pissed that we weren't at a prom uh-huh. and we were at some dungy basement shithole venue in Philly. Uh-huh. DC boys come out. They do three new tracks that no one's ever heard. Amazing. They finished it off with just classics of, you know, off their old albums. And then they bring out tribe and another like hour and a half ensues of a whole nother show. And that was a rough night because I made an agreement with the girl that I would take her to the app. Remember the after prom party that they have for him. Yeah. I ate two Xanax. Now I don't eat Xanax uh, no. ever. I, I dude, I can tell you, I could count on one hand how many times I've eaten Xannies. I hate them. I don't like them. That was yeah. the first time I took them Two, two coffins. Ooh. We show up to this after prom party and they have the fake uh, I've told you this, Shaner, but they had the fake casino thing going, you know, do you fake, you know, you get fake money. Dude, I went to the blackjack table and the coach, his name was Mr. Cox. He was a piece of shit. He actually just, he got fired a few years back because he was taking fucking sexy photos of young girls or something from the school. So fuck him. Oh no. John, his name's John Cox, C-O-X. He's a wow, piece of I shit. I fucking hated him. Anyway. He was doing the blackjack table. I sit down. I'm like, Cox, let's ride. And I throw down like my Monopoly money. And as he's dealing the first hand, I pass out immediately on the table. Just just head down. (laughs) They pull me off the table and they're like, what's wrong with you? I was like, what's wrong with you? 21. (laughs) I'm just yelling (laughs) dumb shit. So I just sit in the corner of the cafeteria at the middle school. That's where this was. It wasn't at our high school. And I'm in the corner. I just kept grabbing jackets and using them as covers because I thought I was cold, but I wasn't. I don't know. It was in fucking May. And then finally we left. And the next day I woke up and, be, and I was like, dude, you know what's sick? I fucked up last night. But tonight we get to see the fucking Beastie Boys. It's going to be sick. And my buddy Nikki's laying next to me in my room. We had like the two beds. I shared a room with my brother. Yeah. He just leans over. He's like, dude, that was last night. I was like, whoa, that happened? He goes, dude, you went face down. On the fucking blackjack table in front of the cock. Hilarious. But I don't, you might be expelled. I was like, yes, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, that story kind of came with it. But that show, I remember thinking, I'm never going to get to see the, the BC boys that I had to see. And it, it, oddly enough, I see, I've seen them fucking six times after that. Or six or seven times after that. But as, as a young kid, you know what I mean? You're like, holy shit. This is something that nobody gets. This is like 
unannounced underground. And in Philly, that was it. You had to fucking be the guy that was like, oh, you didn't go to that? You don't know about them? Oh, I did. Mm, whatever. It was a bunch of fucking, you know, you had to be that dude. And it was <laughs> retarded. But it was also like going to the olive tree. There was a place called the olive tree where Cassidy and Beanie and all of them started out freestyling. I went there one night. I should have not been there that night. I should have never been there any night because I was the whitest fucking thing in there. I walked in. I was like, yo, this is sick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like the swap meet scene in fucking Boys in the Hood. I was waiting for a fucking cube to come out and be like, we got a problem. You know, just start flashing. It was insanely ghetto. But like, I went with my buddy Mike, who's from Brooklyn, and he moved to Philly, and he brought me there, and he was meeting some chick. And it was cool, but it was like three different ciphers throughout the top part. It was the top part of this up shithole. And I was like, whoa, I know that dude. I know that dude. I've seen them at shows, you know, they were all the opening acts in Philly. But that's where like Beanie went, Cassidy went, fucking anybody from NY, when they came down, that's where they went. That was the fucking spot in Philly that went fucking. It was like the spot on like South Street that's not there anymore. What the fuck was that place called, Shaner? Like every band in the world's played there. It's, oh, it's called fucking Dobbs. 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 Was it Dobbs? Yeah, it was Dobbs. That's where like Rage played. Remember Rage yeah, played there? It was, it was yeah, Dobbs. Yeah. You're thinking you might be getting confused with Doobies, which is the same. It sounds the same, but it's not. Dobbs. Is no, 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 no. Fuck Doobie. It's fucking Dobbs. Yeah, that was the spot in Philly where like every, if you look up Dobbs in Philly, you'll see like Rage Against Machine there. Fucking everybody played there. Everybody played in Dobbs. That was, that was like what I was saying about South Street before it hit the turn. That was nice to go down there. Now it looks like that movie Biker Boys. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, it's rough. But yeah, that was that was the one show I I, I had to see it. You know what I mean? Like I, I was like, I'm not gonna fucking miss this. But other than that, I mean, there's been definitely other shows where I've gone to and like I think back, I'm like, thank God I went to that show. But it wasn't like a desperate thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, I was just gonna say that uh, I was super pumped that so I saw damage plan oh love them nine days before dime was murdered wow oh. who's so damage like plan that. damage plan was uh so and they did a side project side oh oh we're dying back down yeah, yeah yeah so like i got like and i just went i kind of went on a win i was like yeah. fuck yeah i want to see fucking dime shred that's fucking awesome mm-hmm. show was fucking great and then nine days later he's fucking murdered and i was like i am so happy I got to see that before I never could see it ever again. It's yeah. it was that was fucking amazing. Now it's it's funny mm. you say that it leads me to the tail end to the you know flip side of that. What's the one show you'll you'll always be like bummed that you missed? Oh man. Hmm. Like either because somebody died or they or they don't do it anymore, or you know, whatever the case may be. I was I was bummed I was bummed that I never I honestly never got to see Pantera live mm-hmm. ever. I was super bummed that I never got to see them live because I had to deal with fucking Phil Anselmo with Super Joint Ritual which I don't give a shit. I don't like. I think they I think they fucking suck. I also wasn't a big fan of Down either. I thought Down was shitty. But like <laughs> he's a Down so I was like, "Damn, yeah, dude." Like I got big Downs like take it easy, Shaner. I mean, <laughs> it, would, it would probably suck to have downs, though. To be yeah, fair, it, hey, 
Yeah, the show you don't want to be at. Yeah, that's <laughs> you went to a show and you got downs. That's the worst thing that could ever happen to you. Awful. But yeah, that's I mean, how you I know you bummed. went to Crocodile Rock, dude. Yeah. You left with downs. <laughs> like, that's probably the best thing. That that's how you know it was a good show. <laughs> like, that was good. It's like, dude, was it good? You're like, you know what? Here's the thing. Like, no. <laughs> Did you see that? Well, I said, don't typo negative. <laughs> your jackets are just zipped up high oh, when you yeah. leave drooling on it like whoa it's a good ass show dude Man, he runs real fast for a kid like that i'll tell you what <laughs> oh i know one i didn't get to see i didn't i and i i could have went to it my friend kevin who is a skateboarder in philly dude the fucking god he said come to this show it's gonna be sick and i said no you know where it was it was that fucking voltage lounge too Oh, Old Lounge is right across the street from Electric Factory. And okay. I was like, no, I'm not coming down there because at the time I wasn't living in this. I was like 15 minutes out of the city. I was like, nah, nah. I was dating some chick. I ended up going to some shithole corner bar that night because she wanted to go there to meet a friend. And that show ended up being Mob Deep's one of the last shows together. Oh. Uh, yeah. Damn. And I was like, oh, I'll fucking see them. It's Mob Deep. And it was one of the last shows they were together. I was like, God damn it. I broke over there like two weeks later. So do you <laughs> I brought really, that up. Do you really think he choked on an egg? Who? Prodigy. Prodigy. No, he got he choked on a bullet. I know that. He, he choked on a fucking egg. Yep. That's what we've been saying. I, I don't know why. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing with his death. There's a few rappers' deaths where I've heard, and I'm like, what? All right. So wait, they, they said that shit. Prodigy choked on an egg? Yeah. 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 That is the dumbest. Fu- How could anybody even f- fucking believe they, that at all? And he was, he was in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, there was. <laughs> yeah, just like you can break your neck when you commit suicide yeah. and all the cameras yeah. broken and the co- um the guard was sleeping. Wow. Right. Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> yeah, he, they Epstein him, dude. They Epstein him. Yeah, I, I, it's not I, like it's 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 weird to think that Prodigy, you know, didn't have any enemies. Are you fucking kidding me? Both of them had millions of fucking enemies, which was the best thing about them. Shook Ones is probably one of the fucking hardest beats I've ever heard in my life. And it yeah, will yeah, ever be yeah. the one of the hardest beats ever. Yeah. But they talked a lot of shit. <laughs> they have been for years. And yeah. it's not weird to think, you know what? Somebody fucking ended this guy. It's like, eh, probably. Yeah. Pl- plus, it's like. Towards the the end, you know, the after the second part of Prodigy's career, he was kind of like a conspiracy Dropping a lot theorist. of knowledge. Yeah. yeah. What, what people call, you know, people have tarnished the name conspiracy theorist, but, you know, he was talking about like what people would consider conspiracy theories, but a lot of them is actual facts, you know. Yeah. So if you got your third eye open or not. Yeah, God forbid he doesn't talk about fucking dealing drugs or killing people. You know what I mean? The yeah. minute he goes they out of have- that realm and now it's like, oh, he's a fucking weirdo. It's like, why? You can talk about anything else. Who gives a shit? Fucking Jizz is like a fucking professor at Yale at this point. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> for Christ's sakes, he yeah. does. He does lectures on like rocket science. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. He's a fucking, he literally is a genius. <laughs> and it's weird because last time I saw him was at the fucking um, Trocket Arrow in Philly. And he got shit-faced. He got shit-faced to the point where he was sitting on a cooler on stage and he forgot his lyrics halfway through a song and asked the crowd. I swear to God, Shane, I've told you this. Me and my older brother were walking out. We were on the upper part, you know, and you walk down. Oh, yeah. We were at the Trogadera, walking down. 
And he was so fucking drunk that like the whole after crowd left, but he was just sitting on a cooler that he dragged out drinking, getting bombed. And it was right after Chappelle sketch came out and I yelled Konichiwa and I <laughs> shit you not. He goes, Naga <laughs> to buy your bombs. No, I was like, yes, dude. And then I yeah. left. Asked my brother, I swear to God, I just screamed it. Cause there was like, he was like, man, I don't remember that fucking song. Cause he talks like Rick James kind of, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Chappelle's impersonation of Rick James. That's what he talks like. But you believe him on his his flat Earth theory? No, absolutely not. I was actually getting attacked by flat Earthers the other day. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Wait, Jesus is a flat Earther? Yeah, look it up. He's yeah, math powerland. So you just called this guy a genius, and he's a flat Earther. Um, I- yeah, I, I haven't looked all that into it, and it sucks because I love Jizza. I think Jizza is by far one of the best hip hop artists of all time. But yeah, I agree. Thanks, she. I mean, you can be a genius, I, and things can be bad. I mean, like Michael Jackson, musical genius. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did ah. some. What went bad? I was the, I'm pretty Other sure. Other than his album. Besides the song, what was bad? What was bad? Yeah, hey, what dude. was bad? What are you getting at, Shader? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying there's some things, there are allegations that popped up with the guy. I, that's all I'm saying. He's still the king of pop. Still the king. Still yeah. King. Popping kids in their asses. I was going to say. Finding <laughs> <laughs> a way to eat a 10-year-old's ass. I'm sorry, dude. I, 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 I laugh at people are like, I can't believe they did Michael Jackson like that. I was like, I can't believe he did them kids yeah, like that. What are you talking about? If yeah. you don't believe he fingered those kids, you're out of your yeah. fucking. Yeah. yeah. It's dude, I come mean, on. It, it's like, dude, it, it's one thing. It's like, yeah, but you still listen to his music. I was like, that's oh, pretty good. Off the Wall is one of the best fucking albums I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. But honestly, if you don't believe he fucked those kids, you're a I mean, retarded person. An he underground track them. called I Fucked Those Kids. So it's like, it was very poppy. Yeah. But still good. That was the unreleased album. Had a catchy yeah. beat. I mean, yeah, Billy's jeans. Fucking, yeah. Saying, that rhymes. Glove. Yeah, Billy's jeans. There you go. Rhinestone glove. Definitely. <laughs> I'll never forget. I saw the glove at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Remember, Shannon? I said a picture when me and when me and Gillis were in Cleveland. We went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Boring as shit, by the way. But there's the one thing on Michael Jackson, and they had the, like his first glove. Oh, it's horrible. Allison Chains. The only thing oh, yeah. they get in the grunge part is their claymations from wow. that fucking MTV show where they wrestled. That's it. Lane wow. Staley, that's all he gets is a fucking re- dis- that- retarded clay figure of Alice in Chains. And then fucking Nirvana gets obviously a giant they fucking mezzanine They didn't have a needle in there and for it's like, <laughs> No, and they suck because fucking I loved Alice in Chains, dude. Oh, Lane so Staley was the fucking honestly, man. Yeah. Staley was the fucking down, man. Dirt is hands down one of the best grudge albums ever made. Oh, yeah. Hey, oh, dude. It's dude. He called Kurt Cobain a faggot. I was like, yes, dude, this is my guy. This is my fucking guy. And then he died 10 days later. And the fucking reason they found him is because his drug dealer was like, yo, Lane hasn't hit me up in a week. And then he went over there and found him dead and called the cops. That's how they found him. I was like, dude, come on. This guy and his voice. So is you can't tell me rooster is not by far one of the best songs of all time. And it's about fucking Cantrell's fucked up uncle. They yep. put in the video. Yep. Also one of the first, I think the first video to get banned from MTV. And it's just, they put this guy in the video and he's just on the porch looking like Shaner's dad. Just like, yeah, you know, I was in there 
I was killing women and kids. I don't know. And they're like, yeah, he killed this. I was like, what the fuck? They're just putting this guy through it. They're like, hey, hey, uh, Rooster, you mind reliving this horrific shit that has put you inside this cabin in the woods? He's like, yeah, all right. It's still one of the best songs of all time, but. Hands hands down, I agree completely. Um, I uh, just off track real quick. I was listening to that whole saga about Tom and that, you know, the whole shit you guys went through. Tom oh, Shaner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom and, Cantrell. Uh, yeah. And uh, we just got. We just got my, you might have been the rooster, dude. I don't know. <laughs> we just got my dad, my uh, my dad's ashes back and the, the box was really heavy. And uh, my aunt goes, that's not him. Take it back. And I did. I did a, like the voice that he, the Shaner does of Tom and everybody just fucking died. <laughs> what did take you say? Take him. Yeah. Take, take this back. Take it back. Can't can't take back. What are you saying? Oh my God. Wait. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's sorry to hear about your father. Yeah. Uh, but uh, did you do the thing with like Shaner did? Like you got some ashes. Did you did you spread it out? The he ashes, wants I mean. Yeah, he wants us to. That's cool. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Now let me ask you this. How long have you had the ashes? We just got them like a couple days ago. Ooh, you're in for a haunting, dude. Shana, tell him, dude. No, you're about to get a haunting. They're gonna haunt the shit. Shana, tell him about the dream you had. I had a like first night Tom's ashes were there. He gave woke up, his change drawer was missing. <laughs> No, I, I did have this dream about my dad when, like, I I brought, like, he was in my room, but he was like, yo, Rye, I'm fucking dead, dude. You can believe this? Like, just, like, blown away. He's like, I'm fucking gone, man. Right, I'll see you later. <laughs> like, and that was the end of the dream. I was like, ah. He just, he's just so that was it. flabbergasted that he was dead. No Not table, only- no table saws in the bed. No, nothing. Oh, I wish he would have fucking shot my couch apart. That would have been fucking great. <laughs> it's so funny that people, the, the obsession of like, especially going to like going out on the road or even doing shows in Philly, stand-up shows and then meeting people afterwards. And now obviously we can't meet that many people right now because of, you know, yeah. the social distancing. But I, I tell Shaner all the time, like when I get back from being on the road with like Shane or something, it's like, dude, it's nuts how fucking obsessed a lot of people get into the Tom saga. And they're like, dude, that's like, did you guys just like make that up for the podcast? I go, let me assure you of one thing. Anything we say, we might elaborate on here this, that, or that, you know, make it funnier. Everything with Tom, you can't make that up. You know what I mean? Like it's, they're all facts. Like who who was it? Fens? Paul Fens. He's the man, dude. Fens is the fucking man. He fucking, he started listening and he goes, yeah, I'm on like episode 65, 66. Something. I go, wait, do you get to about 80 something? He goes, dude, I'm loving the Tom saga. He gets there, he's like, God damn, dude. I go, I told you, I fucking told you. Because yeah. now people don't realize Shaner told me about the, him admitting to smoking meth during chemo. That was live on the show. I didn't know anything about that. I didn't even know he was at the fucking hospital with him. When he told me, I was like, what's that? He goes, yeah. So my dad goes in the bathroom. He he comes back. He's like, I'm going to the moon. So he took something, <laughs> which to this day we'll never know what he took. I don't even know. I have no idea. And like watching him go to the bath, I was like, part of me was like, I probably should go in there with him because I know 
He was so frustrated with my fucking stepmom. He didn't oh. want to be there. He didn't want to be there. Honestly, I can't tell you the truth, Tom was the type of guy that, like, if we're like, Tom, you got two options. We can go to the hospital or you can drive off the bridge. You're like, yo, drive me that bridge, dude. Get yeah. me that fucking yeah. bridge. Let's go off of it now. So, like, <laughs> when we got there, he was pissed off, like, immediately mad, like, about everything, which I guess I get. You know you're dying. Yeah. Like, you know you're dying. Yeah. But, like, you're prolonging the magic for no fucking reason. Yeah. And just, like, my younger brother wasn't helping at all. And, like, my stepmom's like, I don't know, Ryan, I don't know. Like, dude, like a fucking retarded baby. Like, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Constantly yapping, pissing this guy. I'm like, just leave him alone. She's like, well, I need to be in the room with him. I'm like, I'll go. Yeah, well, she was also addicted to painkillers, so she was oh, yeah. like, "Make sure he gets the right amount of scripts." Oh yeah, that was the thing. Dude. It was. Yeah, they were both addicts. It oh, was no. fucking insane. It was like watching the craziest TV show you've ever seen. I mean, dude, like, the bottom line is Shayner was literally the most responsible person in the room, and that's when you have to stop and think. Really, this is really fucked happened. up. If Shayner is the most responsible person in if, in the room. That's a bad situation. You need yeah. to get your ass out of there. And it was. And they it was like, it. what? What really? <laughs> oh, yeah. He fucked it huge. I think that was the craziest thing, too, was when the doctor, keep in mind, man, the doctor that he was seeing that was like going to possibly operate on his throat mm-hmm. was probably 22 years old. Wow. So like I'm sitting there. Wait, can you I'm quick, I'm quick. Yeah, right. Twenty two. Graduate with a medical degree at that age. This kid was. I'm telling you, like. You have to remember they're at a Phoenixville hospital, Dude. so it was just like a, they also doubled in fucking oil changes. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> had to get back putting larynxes in and fucking rotor rooters, dude. <laughs> some WD forty on that. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> My dad would have huffed the shit out of WD-40. He's right like, now. yeah, that's good WD-40 right that? there, Rock. I'm fucked up. I'm uh, fucked yeah. up, dude. It was just watching this guy. Well, this is also like the, what, third time he's had cancer? Uh, he had it. Well, he beat it once. Twice. Well, yeah, beat it and once. this was the again. second time. Yeah. And everyone was like, it might not be as a great. I'll tell you what, man. Anybody who's ever had to watch someone go through like severe chemo and radiation. Yeah come out the other side of that mm-hmm. and then have to go back into it again. Like rem- cancer is insane to begin with. And treatment is, br- I mean, I mean, the first time he got it, I was told by a doctor, like right. your father's condition and his health in general is so bad that if <laughs> the cancer doesn't kill him, the treatment will like yeah. you, yeah. you need to make arrangements now. I was yeah. like, fuck. And then so when you tighten up the do-rag, you're like, yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> I got real serious. Yeah, brother. You're the call the VFW immediately. Like, I got one coming in. It's going to be a hot one. He put on like, the Eagles do-rag. Was it? He put on the Eagles do-rag. Oh, dude. I put Yo, on like, dude. Oh, so just having to deal with that. And, like, there would be days that I would go and see him. And, I mean, Horrific. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, that was that was off putting when you would describe seeing him. I remember like you described seeing him in the last like week. Like I remember oh, you dude. were going up there. Yeah. And I was like, fucking 
Put a pillow over this motherfucker's head, dude. Put him down. He's got multiple shotguns in there, dude. Just let it slip. I shit you not. And I I told Sixus. I told Six and I blow his head. Blow your father's head off, dude. So when I had to go and take him to the fucking hospital, I got Logan to drive me into Spring City. Oh yeah, yeah. Spring City. And when I got there, they had already made arrangements. So I fucked my whole day. My whole day was screwed because they had already, they're like, oh, we already have a ride. We just forgot to tell you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I was like, fuck you. I, you know how long it took to get here? So then I remember standing, I shit you not, man, standing in that room where my dad's like in and out of like being asleep because he's yeah. so fucked up on like morphine. Out. I remember thinking, I was like, you know, I could smother my father. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, listen, I was like, I could smother my dad and then I could go over to Jane. And like, if I hit her hard enough with anything, I would definitely knock her unconscious. You could ask her a math question. She'd kill herself, dude. (laughs) (laughs) She'd be like, fuck it. She'd be like French in the departed, dude. She'd be like, fuck it, dude. The whole thing was I was going to then like go into their basement and get some gasoline and just leave it there and then have the place like go up and no one would. You were going to fucking Gilbert grape her. Oh, God, <laughs> that's Gilbert. You just Gilbert grape her, dude. You thought about that. Dude, I was in- my son. You were going to grape that bitch. Grapist, dude, dude, she's still living in that house. Just so you guys know, she's still in that oh, yeah. fucking dip. He's- fucking shithole bomb shelter of a house out in fucking spring city it is very it is very weird when you mentioned you you said you know it was like looking at like a shadow of a person you knew like i couldn't help but feel like that was exactly what i was i was watching it it was it and that's what i also have said like and don't get me wrong i'm all for any fan of the podcast to revel in whatever story from tom or about tom have yeah. at it but will i yeah. will also say it is not to be celebrated as much as you oh. are this guy well, yeah people don't realize like and you've made it a point shane and not to cut you off but you have made it very clear like he was a piece of shit man like don't make him out yeah be this fucking loving dad like yeah yeah he wasn't great he wasn't, he wasn't but horrible also- to you like physically bad to you you were just no. like it was tom he it was fucking tom he wasn't he wasn't like it was that drunk guy. friend at the bar. You were like, "Hey, we're gonna hang out." He's like, "Fuck yeah!" And then leaves. It's like, "All right, dude." Everyone has that friend. It wasn't yeah. just that too. It was also like his drug abuse was not something to be like celebrated. Yeah, it wasn't like he was having a good time. It was like, no, yeah. dude, this is like sad shit. That yeah, honestly- no, I I get you. Like, I I just got lucky because oh yeah, my, my dad Stu was a drunk, and you know that's what really caught up with him. But he was. He replaced my biological father who left when I was yeah, like four or five, like young, young kid. And he, he treated my mom, right. Everything. He was just a bad drunk. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, but it's, I, I would basically say like, anything that I say about Tom. It's it, a, I, yeah. It's not be a cautionary play. tale. If it, yeah. at best, at best, yeah. Yeah. like, cause he didn't die valiantly. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah, brother. Dude, he looks good, dude. An American hero. Yeah. So wait, you let me ask you this. Um, 
Lack of sleep, which I love. Why, why do you call yourself DJ Lack of Sleep? So my name I'm change is, it up. My 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 government name is is Carlos. So okay. everyone calls me Los. Mm. There's a bunch of Carloses and Loses. Uh, I was trying to come up with a name, and then I made the acronym, you know, LOS. I made it right. into Lack of Sleep, and it also went with um, Legion of my, Skanks. My <laughs> no, no, I know when that happened, I was like, ah. Oh. But ah, fuck them. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, I was always up. Wobble. Like when I was in high school, people would just come by to my crib and knock on the window because I'd be up at all hours of the fucking night, you know. And then um, I'm a night owl and I'm an early bird. So okay, yeah, I'm the same way actually. I do the same. Like, I'll go to I, sleep at four in the morning, but I'm up at like eight thirty. Yeah, I could operate on four or five hours of sleep. Easily. Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah, easily. me too. No it's funny because I was saying to Shaner that your DJ name is Lack of Sleep. And I remember there's an old mixtape fucking from years ago that I think fucking uh, Automator put, Dan the Automator put out. But it was like, they were doing the, like there's a couple like sketches in between songs and they're doing the AKA. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the fav- my favorite one, I think it was J-Live, I think it was. And he was just doing J-Live, AKA this, AKA that. And then when he goes, AKA OJ, yeah, I did it. <laughs> and the one I was, I'll never I'll have to ask my brother which which one it is and the one is he goes DJ NyQuil putting heads to bed yeah motherfucker <laughs> sleep and it was just the funniest fucking thing in the world because they're just fucking around in a studio at that point yeah but those AKAs back then I used to fucking die rappers AKAs were the funniest fucking things and a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about but rappers like those underground rappers they'd be like yeah Sean Price AKA Sean P Bro. AKA long dick in your mother I'd be like whoa dude <laughs> Bro, when, I would do, when I would do my uh, my verses on the grind mode cyphers and shit I would use AKAs sometimes like Brill Clinton yeah that's good <laughs> yeah. you got that kind of action Bronson thing going on yeah Unfortunately, <laughs> but he doesn't. So, what's uh, his background? Lois, oh, what is this background you have? This going is on uh, one of our singles. Oh, sick! Wait. Oh, nice. All right. Ratchet women. Oh wait. Yeah, yeah. ratchet women, aka ratchet female women, like empowerment. <laughs> so you're for it? Yeah. Okay, I'm for female empowerment. Oh, okay, good. Let's let's crown these fucking ratchet queens. Like, dude, if I was a teenager <laughs> during this era. Oh my God. You know how hard it was to get like a picture that these girls put on Instagram as a Polaroid. You remember how we used to get Polaroids of that shit? Oh yeah. And now they're just giving yeah. it out. Shana is all most of his friends' moms oh, on them. Huh? Yeah. They found hell that. Yeah. That was gross. But anyway, so, so Lowe's, you're from New York. Yeah. yeah. What part? Uh, I grew up in New Rochelle. It's right outside of okay. the Bronx. New Rochelle. Yonkers. Uh, brand new. Yeah, yeah, I know where it is. Okay. Yeah, brand and new then, beans are the biggest then... thing. Oh, dude, come on. X marks the spot like Sadat, <laughs> baby. Yeah, yo, Sadat. Yeah. Sadat's fucking dope. People don't give him enough credit either. And the funny thing is, remember when Biggie came out with that album with all the people on it? Yeah. The only fucking song that was real, that was recorded while Biggie was alive, was Come On with Sadat. Yeah. That was when they were both still well, Sadat's still alive, but yeah. Biggie was still alive when they recorded that. Yeah. All the other shits were fucking plugged in. Sadat's a man, dude. I yeah. love him. It, I don't know what the fuck Puffy. Puffy had to pay for his mortgage. I don't know. He just went stupid with those yeah. remix albums. 
Ugh, I know. You just buried him. But fucking, and then the Baron, dude. Why do you call yourself the Red Baron? Um, Actually, a couple reasons put together. It was people would call me Red because of the beard. And uh, right. it was, there was a couple Toms, so they would just give me nicknames or whatever. And uh, Uncle Tom. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a couple people, actually. And, uh, what, wait, worried. so you showed up to freestyle shows. They're like, Uncle Tom. You're like, I like that. I'm going to go. No, with it. No, no, no. <laughs> You come would, back, you're like, it's me, like, honky. I, I had a friend, and uh, the first time he he let me meet his family, he would introduce me to his his children, like his, you know, five and six. That's, oh, that's your Uncle Tom. And, uh, you know, Damn. everybody would laugh, <laughs> like his family would laugh, and his wife was Indian, and she would just be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then you just yell racial slurs yeah, at her. Yeah. <laughs> so you grab one of those mini bats and start smacking people with it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking losing. I see your shirt, dude. I like them boys. The trash shirt. I know them yeah, boys. Yeah. They're good. good yeah. They're good guys. Good doers. They're boys. Yeah. So you guys have been doing this and I'm sorry. I just want to know because you know, obviously we don't really know each other like that, but yeah. so you guys, how long have you been DJing and MCing for? So I've been DJing for, I think pretty much when I started when I was 15, no, no, 14, 14. Right. Yeah. Um, it was just something that I seen that I thought was so fucking cool. Who put you on? Who'd you um, see that put you on? Would you watch Juice and you're like, fuck yeah, dude. No, I'm no. A lot of that no, dude. I, was, I was still too young to, to, to watch that. For me, yeah, yeah. it was, um, <laughs> it was, uh, what was it? DJ Scribbles on like MTV. Oh, uh, yep. Scribbles, shit. I remember. The Grind. Yeah, yeah. The grind. Oh, used, yeah. The Grind. With I used Eric to watch Neese. that shit before. Before I went to school, I would watch it in the morning, just being a little purr. That's kind of gay. Yeah. That's gay. <laughs> <laughs> you watched the grind. Oh, well, actually, they had hot girls on there. They definitely yeah. did. Yeah. I remember oh, that fucking moron would always be in the mix, that, that Dude, host. Who was uh, the one host? I think it was Simon Rex was one of the hosts for the grind. Yeah, he's he's the, gay shit, too. Dumbest <laughs> dick that he I is. He did gay show. porn. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Simon uh, Rex, he did gay porn. I didn't Wait, know that. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Simon Rex did gay porn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good for him, I guess. <laughs> Amazing. But, but yeah, yeah so you saw Scribbles and you were like, I'm going to get a couple, get the ones yeah, and twos and get them going? It, yeah, it got me interested in it. And then I went out and found out about the um, the DMC tournaments. And okay. I bought a, um, a VHS of like all the DMC DJ battles that from like the first one till whatever time it was at the time. Who did you see on there? Who was the tape you saw? Um, they were the best, by the way. God damn, well, they're good. Scratch Pickles was on there, so you learn yep. about Hubert. You learn about Hubert um, was the fucking man, dude. God damn. Um, Rock Raider, who's like mm-hmm. one of my favorites ever. Oh, dude, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, uh, DJ Scratch is on there. Yep. Uh, there's so many like legends, you know. Yeah. I just remember watching it, being in awe of how you can manipulate a song into saying something completely different from the original and make it your own. And yeah. uh, beat juggling. Uh, what's the homie? Um, Babu. From uh, yeah, J Rock, J Rock, and Babu. 
Yeah, so I remember beach, seeing the beach that. Junkies. The yeah, beach junkies. So I remember seeing the, that and just being like, "What the? F- what?" Dude, I, got, I mean, I you look at New York Reality it. Check 101. DJ Premier put out an album. I put up a fucking thing on Instagram yesterday with Eight Steps of Perfection, which was Company Flow. Yeah. But dude, that whole album is just Premier scratching over songs that have been out. But it was so fucking good the way he put and composed that whole album. And it was, I mean, I, I always. I mean, I could, I would never DJ, you know what I mean? But like going to see those kind of guys and like Spinner and like him and high tech were coming around and fucking dude, they were, it was amazing to see. It really was. I've never felt more white than I have in an upstairs bar <laughs> watching fucking high tech just turn the fuck out. Yeah, man. And I'd be like, this is cool, right guys? No, I'll head out. I don't know. <laughs> I looked, I felt like how Shana looks, you know what I mean? That's. <laughs> Just a fucking, just a wigger construction worker. <laughs> you ever see uh, abilities? Abilities, yeah, yeah. I'm always sad I missed him. Well, it's it's a shame because there's like three years running in the early 2000s where there was so many people lost yeah. or got killed or died, whatever, oh. that people don't talk about it. It kind of fucking sucks, man, because. Like I said, we were talking about it earlier when it comes to hip hop and it's like, all right, yeah, I guess that's good. It's Drake, you know, cry no. rapping, singing over a beat. It's like, you know, what's know. Really, you know what I've found I, I feel like I should try and like him. Not to cut you off, Los, but I, oh, yeah. I think this will add to what you're about to say. I feel like I should be like, maybe I should just like him. Everyone else does. I can't do it. I'm like, you guys no, that's would get fucking way. murdered. Yeah. Murder yeah. in a warehouse in the Bronx. That's yeah. disgusting. You know what I mean? But like the best MCs ever to exist. Yeah, he, you know, he doesn't write all his stuff. That's that. Right. Like, come on. I can't, oh yeah. When did that? Like, when was it? When did it become not like like okay to not write your your own lyrics? I saw a clip of Rod Digger talking about that. She was like, "What yeah. the fuck? What, who approved of this? Like, this was yeah. never a, a part of hip hop." Yeah. But, but like one of the things that like I noticed the other day when I was listening to music to, to rap was I was listening to maybe it was Griselda or maybe it was like something from the 90s. But it had that that gutter, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yo, energy. Yeah. and it it made me feel charged up and empowered and strong. And then it switched to some like new fucking auto tune yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like a guy was trying to hit on me. I just was like, <laughs> this, yo, this shit feel gay, bro. I just felt like a second ago, I'm listening to shit that like, I want to go lift weights. I could get in a fight right now. And then it felt like some dude creep up behind me at the bar, put his arm around me and like, Hey, He's like, nice sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, lift weights. Yeah, the energy, bro. The like, energy. I feel like lifting weights. Like, you want to come and lift weights? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. I'll spot you. With my I head. felt like he was getting hit on by a gay. Yeah, there you go, dude. Tell him, Shaner. <laughs> Get him, brother. Get Shaner. That's perfect. And Damn. it's funny you mentioned Damn. sound bombing. So you know who R.A. the Rugged Man is? Of course, dude. Um, R.A. is the angry rugged man. Every yeah. time I fucking... It's funny because I actually met... Well, I didn't meet him. He was in a group of people when I... I didn't even know it was him. Because yeah. I didn't realize that 
he looked like that. Let's just say that. I was like, yeah. wait, what? That's wait, that wait? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, whoa, what? Yeah. And uh, he's an angry motherfucker, but like, dude, he's a beast. Like, yeah, that's, I mean, dude, fucking uh, Stanley Kubrick is one of the best fucking tracks I've ever heard in my life. And it's just him being a moron. It's just <laughs> him being, it's one of the best <laughs> tracks in the world. Stanley Kubrick, the beat and the lyrics are so funny, but it stinks. But R.A. is the only one that can pull that kind of shit off. And I've he's a beast. Five or six gigs with him. And he's oh, nice. He's, he's a good dude. And he's told nice. me that like, He'll go to other countries where they can barely speak English and they'll be like, oh, sound bombing. Oh, dude. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to whiz real quick. All right, go ahead. So, Shaner, tell me, since you're here, um, I since I'll ask you about the the bands and him about the MCs, who are your top five favorite bands? Top five favorite bands? So, I think... Like it's crazy. I when you were asking me the other day about like what I listened to and like and I told you I haven't discovered new music in like the last like and it's very true. Except for like honestly, yesterday I came across this band called Black Tongue, which yeah. are fucking amazing. And I didn't even fuck it. Like that's Dude, what sucks about. Have like, you ever heard of Have you ever heard of Infinite Annihilator? Did yes. Yeah, though some of those dudes are in Black. Are Tongue. in the, that's that's the whole thing. When I found out that I'm like I know like. I looked it up. I'm like, oh, they're in that fuck. I was like, motherfuck. It's like one of those things where like I didn't fucking know uh-huh. what I was getting into. Yeah. Until I already was there. I was like, this, this is fucking great now. And I felt way better about it because I was like, I was like, I don't know if this fucking band's good. It was like, oh, I was like, that's why I fucking like it was more like a when you see someone on the street and you're like, I know that guy from so oh yeah, he's my fucking cousin. That's how yeah. I fucking know this guy. That's yep, why yep. I fucking it's fine. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I would say like I scissor fight, I think is like. I've known about them since I like again. I would never say I discovered any band. Yeah, like, you're not Christopher Columbus. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not discovering shit. They already. Yeah. Existed, but I I came across Scissor Fight when I was in, I think tenth grade, and I was uh, like, this is fucking like the, the right amount of like it spoke to me on so many different levels. Like this is all about fucking getting trashed, fucking chicks, and be, being loud and being ridiculous. I was like, this is everything I fucking want. Yeah, I would say is like my top favorite band, and then it honestly goes right on that. I think, uh, I think Slayer is amazing. I think Slayer is such a I know it's stereotypical to say if you're into metal that you love Slayer. I I really, I think their whole catalog, with the except uh, like, I think Undisputed Attitude isn't very good because it's nothing but covers, and I I don't really give a shit. Yeah, but like. Even I think what makes Slayer good again is like I've, I've said is like you know what you're getting into when you hear Slayer from the beginning to the end. You know how it's gonna go, yeah. and it's just like enjoyable listening. It's just like I like everything that's going on here. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I would call it enjoyable oh, listening. I love I them. Like, I, I love them, but like no one would ever say Slayer's enjoyable listening music. It depends on the fucking person, dude. Yeah. Like when, if <laughs> I'm like just if I just like dude, like dude, I will put on like you know fucking uh, mask, and I'll be like, that's a good jam. So yeah. you'll like sip tea and listen to Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Tighten up your do rag. Without a doubt. <laughs> I have that. That's the whole thing. Like I remember one day I was like fucking around and I was making a fucking like. I was making brownies, but I was listening to Suffocation. Do you know how crazy yeah. that is? Yeah. To just be like doing a domestic thing and then Suffocation. You're like, ah, I like that. I like yeah. that. That uh, Human uh, Waste uh, album is amazing. I'm glad they put that out. 
Uh, but I also like, uh, I guess three municipal waste. I really like municipal waste a lot. That's good. That's dude, good. I saw them right before like the whole shutdown shit. Oh, dude. It was like the, the, the first time in like 10 years that I staged over. Such a fun fucking band and show to go see. It's yeah. like, it is really okay. fun. Uh, so yeah, so Scissor Fight Slayer, Municipal Waste. I really enjoy Napalm Death a lot. I think oh. that is also a band that like, you like the new record or not? It's okay. Again, it's like it's, it's you, you again. Napalm Death is another band that like you know what you're getting into yeah. when you listen. It's like it's you don't have to think a lot. Uh, yeah. I think uh, another band I really got into again with like Napalm Death that I would say like I guess will be the last one that I was like blown away by the album because I had never heard anything that guttural or that deep. And that was Insect Warfare was oh. another band that I was like. I didn't know, like, I knew you could sound like that, but I didn't uh, know you could sound like that. Yeah. It was kind of like, I was really, I still am huge into Six Feet Under and Cannibal Corpse, but yeah, Chris great. Barnes's voice couldn't do that. It was like, it was like hearing something very, very different. And those, those are the bands. I think those bands, like, if you put them on, I'm always like, hell yeah. Like, that's good. That'll do be you good. Have, do you have a favorite album by those bands? Oh, I mean, World Extermination is the best insect warfare band. Okay. Uh, it's a warfare album, album yep. that I would yeah. say is that, and that's only because that is the first one I found. Uh-huh. Like I stumped, like that was like c- coming across bands that you didn't think you'd like really be into. Like that's fucking good. And then yeah. like, I mean, even Slayer's most recent album, like Repentless was also like that album fucking ruled. Like that was like a an album that was like, oh, they're just going to get, they're going to do the same shit they did. It doesn't fucking matter. But like, I mean, as far as Slayer goes, I mean, South of Heaven is almost an, a flawless album. Like yeah. that's just an absurdly good album. When it comes to Scissor Fight, New Hampshire, that whole mm-hmm. album, back mm-hmm. to front, bangers on every fucking, like it's just, everything is good. It's, I think that's kind of like, I, I would never say that I'm a big music guy, but when I, I do find things that I do enjoy, I re- I'm like, that's why, and I have an explanation for all of it. But like, as far as like, again, like when you're just, I, I don't understand like newer music until like I accidentally come across it. Like if uh-huh. I, like if anybody's like, did you hear this new and this, this, this? I'm like, I, dude, I couldn't even tell you anything that's on the radio. Like, I don't, don't know anything that's going on. And like, when I hear people talk about like new pop music or new, like even rap music, I'm like, I've never even, and it's like, they've been around for like seven years. I'm like, I didn't know what the fuck that was like yeah. i didn't even know what diplo was when people were talking about it i'm like who the fuck or what is that i thought it was a place he's a white boy yeah i thought diplo <laughs> was a place i honestly did i was like <laughs> i was like where's that at? but yeah those are those are the bands those are the what yeah. about napalm death and um uh, so so napalm death i would say uh scum is all like scum is like again Classic. it's very easy to say scum yeah because it's so good, but like I know the worst Napalm Death album is Diatribes. That's like the worst album I think I've ever heard by them. Yeah, Diatribes. Diatribes. It, dude. It's there's a reason. It sounds you- like something that fucking uh, Tom Cruise would be into. It's like, <laughs> have you read Diatribes? <laughs> it's so good. But I, I th- Ron Hubbard it, produced it. Oh, and then, <laughs> and then with uh, Zenu's going to start it. 
municipal waste them all is is really really good and then even like the art of partying was like also another album that like it came out I was like i understand this is good but like and i heard him like man this is just fucking like throw a baseball up and fucking hit a home run good it's just like damn that's a good fucking album so yeah. those are those are the ways that's uh i mean sadistic magician has the best opening <laughs> like that that Fuck you, six. You fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Sadistic magician. Sadistic magician featuring magician. Merlin. On, Merlin the fucking decapitated. On on the art of partying, Sadistic Magician, that opening baseline, that's right into the oh, fuck, sick. dude. So good. So yeah. fucking good. Featuring Merlin the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, six, tell me, what are your uh, top five top just- five favorite MCs? Oh, I was going to ask you, what was the question for Shainer? Because it was like, top what do you got to plug? Band. He's like, here's the thing about Sadistic Magician. It's like, good God. Top, top five favorite bands and then the albums by top, the bands. Uh, oof. God. I hate top five anything. It's so fucking tough to do any of that. It doesn't have uh, to be in literal order, one, two, three, four, five, but just like the five that you just, you know. I would say... Um, Good God. I would say, I'll start with it. Fucking the MCs, I would say Guru. I would say Deck. I would say Strang, Wanda. I'd say Sean P. And I'd say Big L. They're my top five. What are your favorite albums by them? I'd also say, you know what the funny thing is? I was going to say albums. Uh I would would put Jay-Z up there. Really? But I I wouldn't put them up after reasonable doubt. Reasonable Doubt oh, is one of the hardest yeah. fucking albums of all time. <laughs> and like the first album. <laughs> I, I I like Reasonable Doubt. And that, after that, it's like, you know, fucking him and the Rockefeller bullshit started. And I, I didn't really get into it. But when he did Reasonable Doubt and he had Kanye and Premier producing, it was like, that proved to me that the guy could rap. I didn't need all this fucking next 12, 13 years of him proving with the albums. I saw from Reasonable Doubt, I was like, this, this dude's a motherfucker. Yeah. It was like, it was like when Deck, if you look at all the solo CDs that Wu-Tang members did, uh, all right, yeah. you look at the ones that are actually fucking successful, all yeah. right? You look at Jizza, you look at Method Man, but nobody ever talks about fucking Deck's first fucking, dude, Deck's first solo album from from Wu Tang is one of the best albums in hip hop history. Agreed. Uncontrolled Substance is fucking amazing. It yeah. is so good. The beats, the lyrics, like he is he is a beast. Like these are the guys, and I only mention them is because like I'd hear Guru, I'd hear Strang, I'd hear fucking Deck, Sean P. Literally on that. Sean P is easily definitely top three best hip hop artists of all time. He, it's, yeah. That's that is. If anybody says different, they're fucking retarded. He was Sean always P one of those by dudes, far. He was always one of those dudes that I would listen to and be like, "Damn, if I ever met him, like, I could totally see him punching someone in the face." He's a big dude. Yeah, I've seen him in person. He's a big fucking dude. Um, and then Big L obviously just was amazing. But I don't know. It was like I remember hearing when when Moment of Truth came out for Gangstar, and oh. and they did Above the Clouds. Yeah. And I heard Dak come in on that. I was like, he's the best. He's yeah, exactly. the fucking best. Yeah. I always judge a lot of these MCs on how they came in on other people's songs. 
Mm. It's hard when they do a feature. It's hard to come in on people's songs. Yeah. These dudes fucking crush. There's reasons why OGC and Duck Down got to work with Pac and Wu Tang and all these fucking mainline guys is because they didn't give a fuck. They were fucking what 15 fucking dudes with six different groups. They were like, yeah, we're dickheads. We're just going <laughs> to run around and kill these fucking. They were. Yeah. They were. And they fucking murdered people. Yeah. Buckshot, fucking, you know, all of OGC, Rock Dude, and Rock, fucking was murdered down people. One of the best records, period, of that era. What is it? The Shining. Oh, like, God. Uh, Helter Skelter, fucking, yeah. is, is, yeah. it's amazing. It, it, yeah. And it's criminal that it's not considered that it's kind so of underrated. rap. Quote yeah. unquote, now. Well, because it's, it's really like, fucking, well, you can't fucking twerk to it on Instagram. It's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> one, of the things, one of the things that like pissed me off was that when they were killing it, Flex would play them and then he like forgot about them or they didn't yeah. bring payola or something. I don't know what it was, but he just stopped they playing. Had, they had beef with him. I know I know a lot of people got fucking pissed because like Druha, they found out Druha was this little white Jewish kid, and it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Who fucking cares who put them together? You know, and it's like let them just do them. It's like I don't know. I figured by this point, you know, they let the Beastie Boys do whatever. I consider the Beastie Boys. I think Paul's Boutique is probably ultimately in all, if you judge all of music, all, yes. every genre of music, One Paul's of Boutique good. is a top 10. It is yeah. an it absolute brilliant when it album. Came out, though, it was basically a flop. That's what I love about it. I yeah. love that it was a flop. And then yeah. people are like, yeah, Beastie Boys are kind of cool. I'm like, yeah. All right. <laughs> but, I mean, dude, top top five is a hard thing, but I would say them. You know, I would say uh, my top five MCs, I would say Guru is a motherfucker. Yeah. Just because, like, dude, I remember he did uh, New York N-words. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. There's a yeah. track called New York Niggas, and yeah. he put it out on the Wake Up Show compilation that yeah. Revolution and Sway and Tech put out. Yeah. It is one of the hardest fucking tracks, and he goes after the West Coast and he talks about, there was some shit that happened with him. I don't know, but he goes after them and it's like, yeah, dude, this is the reason why he's who he is. You know, is it, it's tough to explain why he is a legend and it sucks that he passed away, but it's like this motherfucker, he did jazzmatazz. You ever hear it? Amazing. Like jazz, it's it's Amazing. insane. This yeah. guy did a fucking jazz album. Yeah. Two of them. It's yeah. like, dude, I think there was more than two, technically. Yeah, I think it might like have been three four. or four, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah, my brother had all of them. And he kept playing. I go, who the f- is that fucking Guru? He goes, yeah. And the Crazy. fact that Guru stands for Gifted Unlimited Rhymes Universal. Like, yeah. this dude's a motherfucker, dude. And it's like, I look at it also like, I look at the MCs that people will always remember, but they never fucking give credit to. It's like, you hear Triumph by Wu-Tang, which is one of the most legendary songs in the world. Whose fucking verse does everyone remember? It's yeah. Dex right off yeah. the bat. Yeah. Dex starts that song and ends it with his fucking, you know, Rizza comes in like a retard, but it's hilarious because in the video, he's dressed as a bee. <laughs> <laughs> That's I hilarious. Forget, I forget what album that verse was actually supposed to be on because uh, Dex didn't like repeating verses. And yeah. I can't, I can't remember who, if it was Bobito's, somebody, there was somebody's who, album like a compilation album and deck had that verse but he didn't want to repeat it but then the guy was like 
dude, repeat it. That verse is amazing. I don't care if it's, it's dude. If you like, and even his it. newest album, his newest album, I just heard it was. It's. I mean, it's not new now, but it came out like you know a couple of years ago. It's. He has these tracks, and the way he raps, it's like yeah, that's what I grew up on. That's what I fucking know. It's like it's a hard beat. Image. It's sick lyrics. You should pull up an image of RZA in the video. Oh, hold up, dude. He's he comes, dude. When he comes in as a B. <laughs> it looks like one of those Halloween costumes, Shana, that we always laugh about, like from Walmart, where he's got a plastic face as like a bee. <laughs> Dude, he looks like an asshole. He's like, a squirrel? And, you know, because Brizzo just fades off when he talks. Yeah, yeah. Wait for like flail. Yeah. I can't Ooh. find it. Who's the, who's the, you know, for both of you, who's the rapper and band that you guys have seen the most? I think a band I've seen the most. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. I think I've I think seen, it's seven, seven times I saw them. I think I've seen Guar the most. How many times? I'm going to say 37 maybe, times. No, I'm going to say maybe like 17, 20 times. I've seen them a lot. Like, like I, it's, it was like, there was a time in my 20s, my like from the last year of my high school into all of my 20s up into 27. I was going to like four shows a month. I was like really going to concerts a fuck ton, like all the time. I was constantly making trips to Allentown because the shows at Croc Rock were cheap as fuck. It was yeah. like- Because you had to walk through a pizzeria. It was just, you walk, dude, there would be people like, you'd show up and the line would be around, like, dude, seeing Lamb of God at the Croc Rock after they put out, uh, fucking as the palaces burn. Oh wow! That, al- that also that album. I should have thrown them in there. Lamb of yeah. God is an amazing band. Yeah. They are fucking absurdly good. Yeah. So after they put out as the palaces burn, we went and saw them at the Croc Rock, and it was like mind blowing how good that show was. Lamb of God. That I've seen them a fuck ton. In fact, that last show that I saw was Slayer the, when they were in Holmesburg. Lamb of God was there with Slayer, and that was like an amazing dude that that was it yeah but i'm pretty sure i've seen guar more times than i've seen anybody else i'm almost positive yeah there he comes dude (laughs) dude he looks like a black swan cinemax version that's rizzo coming in on triumph dude he's supposed supposed to be be a b yeah dude look at him black swan I mean, dude, don't get me wrong. Easily one of the best fucking videos of all time. Yeah. I, I mean, but it's not their best video. Their best video of all time, and this is why I like the Wu-Tang. I mean, 36 Chambers is by far top three albums of all time. Yeah. Album-wise, 36 Chambers is unbelievable. Yeah. But if you ever watch Cream video, go back and watch it. Yeah. Half the fucking people in there have face masks on, and then they go on a story about it because half of them got warrants, but they wanted to be in the video. <laughs> <laughs> so they all fucking went ski mask. They're like, yo, I got to do this video. But yo, I can't show my face. <laughs> I feel like if Tom, like Shaner's dad and his friends got together, like, yo, Tom, we should do this video. He's like, yo, I want to do it too. But all right, look, they're looking for me in Kentucky. <laughs> my dad did a music video and be like, all right, ready to do it. Be like, <laughs> yeah, because your mom be looking for child support. She'd be like, God damn it, Tom. <laughs> My dad would show up with his Mustang with the do rag on, like Sue. It's coming. <laughs> you see this rag? This ain't cheap. 
This ain't Jake. You have bangs coming out. Who <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> but like at least oh at least God. dudes had sense back then to know like I got warrants. Let me cover my oh, face. Yeah. Now motherfuckers is committing crimes and posting it on fucking Instagram <laughs> and shit. Nah, there's nothing there's never gonna be a source awards when that shit almost popped off and then they went to the right and the whole row was Wu Tang. And they all just put their mask down and just you see the subtitles that go, well, I'm pretty sure Wu-Tang was ready. That's what it says. It was hilarious because that one where Snoop was like, oh, you know, love us, blah, 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 you know, and, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, all that yeah, shit yeah. happened. Yeah. They thought something was going to pop off and fucking they look over at fucking Wu-Tang. All of them are like. It's like, yeah, dude, don't kill somebody, dude. I don't know what the fuck you guys are. You know, Shug's up there in his fucking red suit, fat retard. I was like, these dudes will kill you. They're from here. They'll kill you and then get a ride home with one of your friends. I don't know what the fuck's happening. You ever seen that performance of uh, Onyx from the Source Awards where Stinky Fox is right. gone? Yeah. Onyx is the best, dude. They used to work with, they were the first ones to bring Biohazard across, dude. I yep. love Biohazard. Yeah. My, uh, One my of them boy, banging Tara Patrick. You know Isaac? I didn't know that. Oh, oh, Evan Evan Seinfeld from Byron. Yeah, he's fucking yeah he's a, that's so that's funny. A, he's Jewish, dude. That's, that's a, so crazy. funny. Six. Do you know Danny Diablo? What? Do you know Danny Diablo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Diablo. Yeah. Um, him and my buddy who helped me uh, drop my music have a podcast together. Really? What's yeah. it called? Diablo's Den. Diablo's Den? Yeah. He's like that hardcore punk stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. He's the singer of uh, what was, uh and Scarhead. What was his shit? He was like Lord... Um... Lord Isaac. Yeah, Lord Isaac. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's, he's oh, good that. friends with Biohazard. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's crazy that we were talking about Krog Rock. I saw Biohazard at the Krog Rock. With my buddy, of course and it you was did. Crazy that uh, I remember I was like talking to my buddy Sean. I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna get on stage. I'm gonna jump off stage." When yeah. I play. He's like, "I don't know if you're allowed to do that." I'm like, "I don't give a shit." I think we we were close enough, and that stage is so it's like crying out for people to get the fuck on. Yeah, it's such a weird setup. Yeah. So I got up and I like ran on stage, and my back of my heel hit the uh the bass part of the drum and i like almost knocked that over and i was like if i had fucked up the show it'd be crazy but i jumped off but i didn't know the way that the guardrail was set up it wasn't uh-huh. close to the stage so i hit my fucking knees on the guardrail and flipped over and i remember being picked up by a bounce like if you ever fucking do that again i will fucking kill you it's like ah and he didn't throw me out i thought i was getting thrown the fuck out and it did not happen wow. and i was just like but i couldn't do anything i had fucking bruises on my shins for yeah. like a month by how hard I like fucked up jumping. I fucked it so hard jumping off of that fucking stage. Oh, fuck. Hurt so, like I remember being like, ah, it's so cool. I'm like, fuck, I can't do anything. Like I just, <laughs> honestly, like I was like, that was the best. And I'm like, how? Oh, oh. like, like sitting in the back, like my knees, my fucking knees. <laughs> so bad. But it was so worth it. It was fucking awesome to do, but it was such a fucker. God damn. Now, what was what was the most disappointed you ever been by a, a show? Oh, 
Uh, this, uh, there was disappointment and then there was like immediately relief that it was bad. Have you ever been to a show like where you're like, fuck that sucks. But then the replacement is 10,000 times better. Yeah. Perfect example. I went to an Ozfest and black Sabbath was doing a reunion. Everyone was there and like, we're all pumped. Like, fuck. Yeah. We're going to see fucking Sabbath original lineup. This is going to be the best. Tony Iommi comes on. Bill Ward comes on. Geezer Butler's on stage and like no Ozzy. We're like, all right, what the fuck? Tony Arm is like, hey guys, I know you really wanted to see Ozzy. And everyone's like screaming. He's like, unfortunately, he's not going to be here tonight. And the whole crowd's booing or whatever. He's like, but we have a replacement. And I shit you not, you hear a motorcycle and then Rob Halford rides out onto stage on a motorcycle and like skids out gets off it and stomps towards the mic and they fucking call rush it. There's nothing. Halford wasn't a drugged up idiot. Like the last time I saw Ozzy, he forgot like lyrics. He was not doing well. When I saw saw Ozzy in in 2007, that was the uh, Ozfest or whatever. My heart, like as a fan, my heart hurt so bad watching him because he was sucked so bad. But I was the biggest fan of him when I was like a young kid. Yeah. Dude, it was just like watching him really not just stumble like physically, but stumble mentally through yeah. shit. You're like, yeah. this is not fun to watch. Like this actually sucks. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Halford came out and fucking destroyed every Suck their dicks. Dude, <laughs> I bet he gargled come to warm up. Dude. He definitely. Yo, how about that, dude? Yo, what a dude. weird fucking twist that that dude. I was I was at Jay's house. I went to Jay's house right after the day after that shit happened, and him <laughs> and Josh were there, and they told me about it. Uh-huh. And Josh was like, "You know, Sebastian Bach fucking cut the." I go, the guy who wore the t-shirt that was like AIDS kills fags or whatever. Kills fags dead. Yeah, I was like, what a fucking <laughs> what a fag, you know? It's like, <laughs> what fag? And the best is Halford apparently came back on and fucking was like, yeah, he's a fucking retard. That's hilarious. Yeah. And yeah, I always swallow. (laughs) That's great. Good for him. Good for Halford. Halford's the best, dude. Yeah. It's breaking the boner. Wild Sabbath with Halford. Dude, it was, it was one of those things where like everyone was like, I wonder, because Judas Priest had played earlier in that day. Uh And like, we were like, and they actually, it was funny. Judas Priest didn't open for Sap like Black Label Society did. And I was like, no, why? How the fuck is Zach fucking wild trumping Halford right now? That this is, makes no fucking sense. Yeah. So they played earlier, and I thought I like the way they said like they were leaving. It honestly made you think like they were getting on a fucking bus and leaving. Uh-huh. Like you did not expect them to be around. Yeah. And when he came out, I was like, fuck. I was like, dude, this night, this band just got better. In fact. You're kind of like people shit on Black Sabbath, the uh, Dio version, Black Dio Dio era. Yeah. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Ronnie James Dio is a ten times better vocalist than fucking Ozzy Osbourne could ever be. Absolutely. Could ever um, try to be. Yeah. So like when people are like, "Man, Dio sucks. He's gay. This whole Black Sabbath is gay now." It's like, yeah, but Heaven and Hell is still a really good fucking album, and you can't argue with that in any capacity. So yeah. it's like, I would rather have someone like Halford come out and fill Ozzy's shoes because at that point in time, Ozzy couldn't even put his own shoes on. 
He was yeah. a fantastic <laughs> oh. So it's like I'll have I'll take Halford any day. That was starting like the Sharon era, right? Dude, it was the yeah. dog shit on the carpet, Sharon. I think the Osbournes had just gone off the air, but yeah, it was it was shaky Ozzy all the time. Uh. It was not, it wasn't good. But yeah, Halford definitely destroyed it. And it was like the best disappointing show I've ever been to. Dude, you ever hear of my boys in uh, I Hate God? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Um, you know, uh, when Mike got sick for a while with his liver or whatever, yeah. he had two replacements and it was Randy from Lamb of God and That's Phil Anselmo. All, I knew I knew Phil filled in. I did not know Randy Blythe did. That's fucking yeah. awesome. There's a That's set awesome. online with uh, Randy and it's fucking. I bet terrible. it's fucking amazing. I bet that's fuck. I bet that's so fucking good. <laughs> Southern Discomfort is also another really like just mind blowingly good album. It's yeah. like, like if you don't know who I Hate God is, I tell him like if you don't, it's like Southern Discomfort is like that's the go to you need to like that. I interviewed Gary on uh, my uh, my other podcast. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's dude. Me and him, dope. we smoked uh, like two blunts back to back. And we fucking set off the fire alarm at the fucking venue. That's awesome as shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Fucking everybody always, uh, I always get weird looks when I wear the uh, take is needed for pain shirt because the naked girl and the fucking, the teeth missing and shit all methed out. That was that was also too, it's like, you know, I Hate God had uh, that one song. I remember I had the album. My mom was like, uh, Ryan, I have to talk to you like this. One song is called a white nigger and I don't know <laughs> what it's about and why you'd, and I was like, it's a thing. Like, it's not that you, my mom could deal with any type of other, like if I brought home, like again, like another album that it was just like, if I brought home the mayhem album with his brains blown out all the place, she'd be like, Oh, okay. But she's like, I don't know. <laughs> what is this? It's like you, you white n word. She was mad about that. You're, you're, was it also because it was her and Tom's wedding song? <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was conceived to. <laughs> yeah, and they brought you out in that do rag. <laughs> like, look at this baby, man. They're like, there you go. Yeah, uh, that was a that was the best disappointed I've I've been in, in a, at a show. What about you, six? Disappointed? Yeah. I went and saw the fucking uh one time I went to the vet to see it's senior year of high school. I went and saw the uh Where roots. Is the vet is the old where the Phillies oh, buy. Yeah. Oh it, it's okay. the old stadium. Oh okay. And now it's called Citizens Bank, but it used to probably go the vet and they were doing an outside show and it was the roots Dave Matthews band or the roots Santana and Dave Matthews band. <clears throat> we went to just see the roots rock the vet. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. And the minute they announced Santana, we left because we didn't give a fuck about Santana or like, I, I actually don't mind Santana, but Dave Matthews, I don't give a fuck about. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, I think we stayed for like two Santana songs and left and we went to the electric factory because the whalers were playing and they were so bad. <laughs> and now I'm not a huge reggae guy. I like reggae. Don't get me wrong, but it was like the original whalers. You know what yeah. I mean? No, Bob yeah. Marley even said that they suck. What? They're fucking yes. horrible. Bob Marley said he's like the only reason I started with them is because I had to get into music and you got to start somewhere. He's like, but they're trash. 
Yo, Buddy Whaler comes out. He stinks. The only thing good about that was Damian Marley showed up oh, like nice. an hour into the show. Damn. The only good and one he, out of all the sons. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he he covered like two songs, but that was like it. By that time, keep in mind, we were, I don't know, 16, 17 years old. And we had been there. They started the show an hour and a half late. So we're just sitting there smoking cigarettes when you could smoke at the electric factory. Mm-hmm. And it was horrible. And it was like, man, this is so bad. It was good to see fucking Damian Marley come out. Yeah, that was the only time I actually saw him live. And I love Damian Marley. Did he play any of his own music? No, he only did covers of his father's because he was That's with the Whalers. So, and at that Still time, you got to remember, this is like 2001. So it wasn't like he was oh, dropping the shit the- with like Nas and, and doing everything oh. else that okay. he does. Um, he was, I mean, amazing though. It was still amazing. He was the only legitimately the only good part of that night. I remember leaving there <laughs> and being like, that was the worst fucking show. I just wanted to go to bed. And I was like, yeah, I was a fucking kid. And I was so pissed off on how bad that. Damn. So bad. That was it. <laughs> also, uh, someone's werewolf is barking. <laughs> yeah, I was say, that's, that's my werewolf back there. Yeah, I have a German Shepherd. Ah, Z cow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that means sit in German. Shana told me that. That is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you were saying about your mom getting upset about those like album name titles why she didn't mention this oh i know we've talked about this oh yeah it's the craziest thing and my again like my mom my mom is so oblivious to like music if you said if you showed her that she's like is that like photoshopped who would you do that yeah so people listening let's show the picture of woman is the word of the world by john lennon it's it's crazy as shit as have you ever heard the song I think, but I, I like blacked the it out. Song good. is like, it's just pretty like, good. It's not bad. You you understand the point he, he's trying to make, but you're like, you didn't need to like go to that. <laughs> like you could just like women should be treated better. That's really should have been the title of that fucking song, <laughs> and that's it. You didn't really need to go that route, John. Like I know you're trying to get. I, I hate that it was about women should be treated better. It should have been like dude, that he hates women. Yeah, and he's pissed like that he married this saggy titted, ugly Vietnamese flat butted <laughs> fucking dumb bitch. And was yeah, like, you know what, Yoko? Worst. You're a fucking god damn it. He just, just Booker teaser one morning. We're <laughs> going for you. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Yoko, you. I'm coming for you. God damn it. Here's the thing. <laughs> they, used like, they used to Stevie Ray's in there like God. Damn. <laughs> They use two John's in the EL. <laughs> John, John Lennon doesn't. He doesn't understand why everyone gives him so much guff about using the N word. He's like, I don't understand. Come on, yeah. you got to look at it this way. I mean, come on, that's what we just. I didn't it. say Jesus last time. You got upset because I mentioned Jesus, and now yeah. I say this, and you're all pissed off at me. What's going on, <laughs> yo? But. This was the best. I'm going to play this real quick, share it real quick. I don't know if you've seen this. Um, Bill Burr spoke about it, but you got Chuck Berry playing. Farting? Oh, not right. <laughs> and then Yoko yeah. starts like screaming. 
You guys have all four screens on the side uh, while you play a video. Yeah. How do you do that? Have oh, we been trying oh. to figure that out? Oh, yeah. Share- yeah, we'll talk about yeah, it all. Share the screen. Luckily, ah. far-sighted sound engineer cut Yoko's mic. <laughs> yeah, damn. I was I, I got the wrong performance. There's a performance where they're together and she's doing the and Chuck Berry's looking at, at Charlotte like, yo, get your bitch in check. <laughs> what are you doing? Chuck Berry's like, I will fart on that bitch, dude. Like, <laughs> you understand my history? You ever check my dinner receipt, dude? I'll yeah. fucking tank one on that bitch's face. I will film her when she pees. So I think I fucked that bitch last week. <laughs> All right, so um, we have like usually quick questions to run through through the hip hop heads, which is um, I thought this is the longest podcast I've ever been on. No, in my no, life. no I, I figured I figured y'all want to get out. Of, I figured y'all want to get out of here, so I was going to end it with the quick questions. Um, here comes the questions: Tupac or Biggie? Tupac or Biggie? Biggie, of yeah. Biggie. Biggie? Okay. Jay-Z or Nas? Nas. Nas. Um, Lauren Hill or Missy Elliott? Lauren Hill. Really? Yeah. Um, I just think she's a better I'd songwriter. I'd say Lauren Hill. Yeah, she's a better songwriter, better singer. Yeah. She only had one album. But wow. solo, remember, solo. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's the whole reason why the Fugees were popping. You know, like Wyclef didn't really do that. Proz great. is the man, though. Proz yeah. is a fucking man. Smoke a BD underneath palm trees. Yep. <laughs> um, He's another one. He's like the deck of the group. Yep. What's the um, uh, Kendrick or Cole? What does that mean? Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar fuels? No, just... <laughs> fracking. Uh, no, uh, Kendrick. Uh, I would I would say Kendrick. Yeah. He brought out fucking NWA at the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so he's oh, got credit with me. Nice. Fuck yeah. So I said, oh, the other dumb shit was um. Everyone listens to music now on their phones. What did you used mm-hmm. to listen to when you were a kid? Like, what did you listen to before the phones? What did you listen to? This man. This man, yeah. Man. <clears throat> I had a, I, I had this man, and I also had a friend who, like, thought, like, hit clips were going to be big. Like, he oh, thought they were, like, yeah. uh, he thought they were, like, mini disc. He thought those were, like, this is the new yeah. I'm telling you. And it's like, no, dude, just buy Did you have the 10-second skip protection? Oh, uh, no. No, I didn't. <laughs> no. I had a cheap one. I had to lock it up between some shit while I held it. Ah. Uh, yeah, I had a broken one that, like, the, the lid came off. So oh, I had a rubber no. band around rubber it. Band. I had a friend I had a that did band. that, too. Oh, rubber band was sweet. Yeah, yeah. I had to do that a lot, dude. Do you know how many times I would drop that fucking thing? Like, all the time. And I didn't even buy it. I stole it from a friend's house. That was oh, the fuck. I had. <laughs> Just like your daddy, had to, had to get that, <laughs> had to get that music in, man. <laughs> so you guys want um, want to plug anything besides your buttholes? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's all that. I want to plug. I was gonna tell you. Uh, pl- when is this coming out? Uh, I don't know. Like what did you say? Weeks, three two weeks. weeks or a week? Two. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks? 
Um, yeah, I don't know what's in two weeks. I don't know. Listen to Why Buy Podcast. Join the fucking Patreon. Yeah, we need money. Wi-Fi We're dying. Podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wi-Fi Podcast. And I guess two weeks. Uh, I, two weeks, you may have a boss, dude. In, uh, yeah, um, I'm at Odd Logic Brew with uh, Rich Voss. So that we had be... Voss on here uh, a couple episodes ago. You were telling me. Was about. he great? Was he awesome? Was he so <laughs> fucking funny? <laughs> fucking cool. His oh, daughter sick. stole money from him during the interview. Yeah, his daughter. Yeah, and I was like, Voss, does that upset you more as a former? I was gonna say this, but I curbed myself. I was like, does that upset you more as a former junkie or a Jew? <laughs> Jew, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, fellas. Um, how do people get in contact with you? Yeah, where can everybody find you? Uh, social media, just at Brian Six, and do the your fucked up fan page on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. You can find us on there and YouTube. Subscribe <laughs> to the YouTube so. channel. You fucked yeah, it. YouTube. Yeah. That's pretty much it. All right, thanks, fellas. Where are you at, Shaner? What's your social media? I mean, uh, Instagram, Shaner, Shaner Comedy, uh, and then Instagram, uh, not Instagram, uh, Twitter, Shaner underscore comedy underscore, and yeah, the Wi-Fi, you fuck the fan page on Facebook, find me there. All right, cool. Thank you, fellas, for being on with us. That was Thanks, awesome. boys. This is fun, man. This is a blast. Yeah.